from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is, wow, hell, I don't know, uh, Monday, November 21st, 2022. And this is episode number 578, uh, 79, I didn't check, I forgot to check, I failed, I think it's 579, did we do 578 on Friday, I don't remember, let me look back at my notes here, um, I gotta go to my show notes, not that it matters, I mean it's it's totally not important, uh, but it also is, 578. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. We did that on the 6th. To, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, hope you had a good sports weekend. Hope you stayed dry as best you could. Hope you uh, stayed warm as best you could as well. Excuse me. Um, I uh, was lucky enough to get out and get some work in. Excuse me. And... Uh, yeah, do uh, do some comedies for a change. So got to get out and uh, open for uh, Dusty Slay and Ralph Barbosa. And uh, it was a ton of fun. And if you missed it, which I'm pretty sure everyone here missed it because none of you came up to say hi. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, it was a great show. Lots of fun. I, I said as much. Uh, what? I didn't hear it fire off. Damn it. Poor Marine kicking it off early. Thank you for the 500 bits, buddy. Holy cow, we're off and running, man. Thank you, sir. I salute you. Um, yeah, it was a fun-ass show, and I said as much on Twitter, and I mean this wholeheartedly. Um, sometimes you work with comedians or people in general, I guess, but sometimes you work with folks, and you're just like, I will never be that good. And uh, that was kind of how I felt with uh, working with Dusty again. And with Ralph, that was my first time working with Ralph Barbosa. That's like the third or fourth time I've worked with um, Dusty. And um, Dusty and I are actually friends now. Uh, so it's kind of cool. We, you know, we talk over text all the time. But um, super cool to work with him again and, and hang out. We didn't hang out a lot. But in uh, Port Marine, when he sent the 500 bits, he said, Dusty is funny as hell. His time discussion, why is telling time so hard? Oh, dude, Dusty has the I mean, he's just, you know, you, 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 he's, there's a lot of times where some comics are smart and they're kind of funny or they're really funny and not that smart. And Dusty is both super funny, super smart. And the things that you just, you hear, you're just like, oh my God, I'll never write shit like that. So it's super dope. Uh, and it was good to see him again. And he's, he's just killing it. He's on Netflix and the Nate Land podcast and tonight show and 
Yeah, it's good to see him blowing up because uh, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy as well. And Ralph Barbosa, by the way, uh, you guys need to get on this and check him out. Uh, Google Ralph Barbosa. This dude is hilarious. I knew of Ralph and I never worked with him or seen his comedy before. So it was cool to get to watch him feature and just, I mean, murder these crowds. He's so funny. So if you get to check him out, do so. All right. That said, we have a ton to get to today. Um, okay, so this says 577. So maybe this is 578. Well, welcome to welcome to 578. Um, we have a lot to get to. We have to recap week 11 of the NFL. We have to recap some of the college football that I didn't watch. I won't even say didn't get to watch. I'll just be honest. I just didn't didn't feel like doing anything Saturday. I, I laid on the couch and didn't do a thing. We watched movies, uh, but yeah, it was just a re- real dreary, wet, cold day. Kind of like my mood and attitude, so I was like, eh. I don't want to watch football. It'll just not uh, that it feels like work sometimes when I watch sports. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, but we'll talk about what happened because we have upsets. So we got to discuss that. Uh, this is, if you are not a Texans fan, I'll tell you, this is going to be a pretty Texans heavy show, at least for the first part, at least for the first part of our NFL discussion. Cause there's a lot of different things we need to cover um, about this team and about what's going on. And, and we're going to get to all of that. Plus, uh, thanks to the Barry on Deck Discord, I've got some outstanding videos of, um, well, one guy talks about another man's wife. We'll get into that. Uh, And then there's a sucker punch in a baseball game, which, I mean, I don't think it should be allowed, but I'm not mad at it. So we'll discuss that. We'll get all that in. Um, So I do have the videos. I've got some, uh, some Smith on Smith crime at a press conference. And uh, yeah, we'll get into all of that and more. But welcome to the show. If you're new to the program, if you're new to the show, and some of you may be like, there's nobody new. There's, well, there's never anybody new. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Contraire. I think, I think we may have some new folks trickling in, if not now, later. I, um, I, uh, full disclosure, I kind of went on a rant. Um, when was it? A couple days ago on social media. And, um, yeah, last night, 17 hours ago, nothing, nothing crazy, but I just, I was sitting at home watching, uh, Sunday night football and I, Hey, what's up? Cisco? He said, hi from Bucky's and Waller. Just picked up the kids and driving back to Fredericksburg for the week. Nice. What's up kiddos? What's up? Repack. Salud, my friend. Salud. Um, yeah, so I just kind of went on a rant about sports talk radio in the city of Houston right now. It is, I started just thinking about it and I just started thinking about, you know, I will see, and I'm never going to name names. I would never do that. I'm, I have more class and couth than that, but I see some of the, well, I see, yeah. Okay. I see and hear some of the people that are be, that are given airtime in this city on a daily basis on sports talk radio. And just my personal opinion about it is they're awful. They're bad. What's up, Mark G? They're just bad. Sports talk radio in the city of Houston is bad. It's It lacks imagination, fun. It's what I say. It's boring, unimaginative, unimaginative, formulaic, safe, and stale. And I stand by that. 
with few exceptions. There are a couple of people out there that are trying their damnedest to have a good time on sports talk radio. Um, but Joel's preaching good about you now. Exactly what you're speaking about. Love this convo. Oh, nice. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth. People, whether it's program directors that aren't allowing their people to, you know, be themselves and have some fun or, or whether it's just stuffy, boring, formulaic, safe radio guys who think this is how you do sports talk radio. It's 2022. It's time to have some fun. So I'm gonna tell you what. I'm going to tell you what, and I'm not saying that this is going to be a whole thing, but I, in my mind, in my mind, um, I am preparing for an all-out war on Sports Talk Radio in Houston. I'm not going to lie. I am. I'm not going to lie. In my mind, I'm like, you know what? 2023 might just be me just just going after the Sports Talk Radio establishment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might just be like, oh. I'm not, fuck this. Like, let's just, let's, let's take it head on. Let's just talk about the big, dumb, safe, shitty elephant in the room that is sports talk radio in Houston. Because it's bad right now. I listen, I hear it's bad. Like I said, with some exceptions. So be prepared. There might be an all out war uh, between me and the sports talk radio establishment. Because my also my thought is, well, what do I have to lose? You know what I mean? Like, what are they going to not hire me? They're already not doing that. Let's do it. What am I, I going to cost myself a gig? They ain't hiring me. So you know what? You might as well call out the bullshit. And it will come from a place, I promise, of honesty and truth and not bitterness. Because I'm not. I have a show. And I do my show every day and I get to do what I want, how I want, when I want. It's just as a, as a person that has been in the business and the industry and here's what is being pushed to the 6 million people that live in this city. It's bad. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be an all out. I don't know if I'm going to have like red hats made that say make sports talk radio in Houston great again. That's a possibility. It might be. It might be. I mean, why not? What is uh, Cisco said? May uh, made the bridges you burn light the way. That's a great. That's a great say. That is a great say. Look at look at Mimi. Truth, justice, and the American way. You got to get the old like the old. Remember when Superman was like fat? Remember like Superman had a dad bod like in the was it the fifties? It was like the fifties or sixties, like old black and white Superman, and he would be like. Hello! And he would just have this gut, and it would be all hanging out. He'd be like, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Superman. Yeah, we don't want that. We definitely don't want that. Um, so I, But I will, uh, I will talk shit probably about some folks in sports talk radio. It, it's bound to happen eventually. And by God, 578 episodes of Barry on Deck later, I've been... I've bitten my tongue long enough. <laughs> I told Dallas that it's going to be like the TV station fight scene in Anchorman. No, 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 because I have friends in the business. So I don't want to fight anybody. I just want to, you know, tell the truth. Let's tell the truth. At least make it fun past 10 a.m. See, I'm not naming names or shows or any of that. It's just going to be me taking on the establishment. Maybe. I don't know. All right. If you're new to the program, though, um, what we do around here, which I don't know, some of you might be listening later, because when I went on that rant, a lot of people were like, man, I miss you. I'm like, bitch, I've been doing this show for two years. How do you miss me? 
How do you? <laughs> Demata is not Brick Tamlin. Leave him alone. But I'm like, I've been doing Barry on deck. I mean, I'm about to do 578 or 580. Like, what, what do you mean you miss me? If you really want that kind of talk, then come over and watch. Or just listen. There's a listen option on Twitch. You can listen on your way home. Like, don't tell me you miss me, but then you've never checked it out. So, all right. I'll let you guys in the chats keep saying stuff about people. I'm not going to get into specifics because, like I said, I'm friends with some of these folks. However... I think there needs to be some uh, frank and honest discussions about the state of sports talk in the Houston, Texas. That won't be right now, though. I'm not going to do that. Maybe I'll, if I'm going to do that, like if I'm going to literally go scorched earth and just start burning sports talk radio bridges, uh, y'all best believe I'm going to promote the shit out of it. Oh, and it won't just be one little rant on Twitter. So let's do this. Here's how we start the show. Uh, every single time we always give a shout out to the chat and we call it the shat. It's not the past tense of shit. It is not shitted. It is shat. And we say hello to everybody that shows up and is kind enough to be here every day and hang out with me and talk sports or whatever shenanigans and foolishness we get into. I do want to say Alan Denson was in early. He is the greatest deckhead in the history of the world, at least for the next three hours. And then it's just back to regular old boring ass Alan Denson. Uh, but I saw he was in and so was Christopher Reyes. Mr. 1% was in early. So I, uh, I acknowledge them for being here early now. Uh, day one, Donna. I see you, sweetie. Thank you so much. My sweet, sweet Donna for being here. Fidel. What's up, pimp? Y'all Fidel is in the building. Let's go. We have a Fidel Limon sighting in the building. What's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. It's an extremely happy Monday for me, Donna. What does that say? Why does it say? Why? Um, I got offered a new job. Hell yeah. Congrats, Fidel, man. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Alex Villanueva is here. What's up, homie? What's up, pimp? You you raggedy bitch. Calling me out for my Vikings take. You know what? That's the most cowboy shit ever. I like that. So Alex Villanueva, and rightfully so. I mean, I'm never going to be mad if you guys. I mean, I'll get mad, but it doesn't matter if I get mad. But like when you guys call me out on a bad take, I'll just point out that Alex Villanueva's raggedy ass never called me out when when I took the Cowboys or picked the Cowboys and and they would lose and get beat or look like shit. And I was like, man, I really like all all last year, half of this year. Oh no, when these boys was shit in the bed, you didn't say a goddamn word, did you, Alex? Raggedy hoe. Also, I think what I want to do from now on, since Alex Villanueva felt like he needed to call me out for my sports takes. Here's what I'm going to need from you, Alex Villanueva. Okay? If you're going to call me out, fine. I deserve it. This is my job. I make sports takes and get called out for the bad ones. Cool. But, 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 but what I need from you every Sunday night or Monday morning before I go live, I'm going to need all of your sports takes for the week so that we can evaluate them. And uh, make judgments on them throughout the week. You know, I mean, fair is fair, right? Fair is fair. So you send me all your picks and all your takes, and I will evaluate them, and then we'll just pick them hoes apart one by one throughout the week. Ho ass ho. All right, and by the way, if you're new to the program, get your earbuds. We do curse a lot on this show. All right, Mimi, what's up? Memesters, good to see you as well. Uh, I mentioned Chris Reyes. Thank you for being here, buddy. CC! How are you? I'm glad you made your way back to the Discord. That uh, it sucks because I can't do anything about it when y'all have Discord problems. But I'll try. I'll always try. Uh, but good to have uh, CC back. One deep. What's up, man? It is a beautiful day. Where? Where? It's ugly up here. Cold and rainy and wet. 
just like my heart. Uh, poor Marie, what's up, homie? Good to see you as well. And Jen, hello, Jen. Thank you for being here, sweetie. Um, his time discussion, why is telling time so hard? Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. I was like, what? Hey, what's up, Total Dallas? Do you not have class today? I'm super impressed with you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Uh, who else is in the building? Philip, what's up, heartthrob? Philip Bernard is here. Uh, Nightbot, that raggedy bitch is here. Cisco, I mentioned earlier, is in the building. Repax, what's up, man? Uh, Reaper. Oh, sorry. Reaper. I always say Repax. It's Reaper. My bad. I'm a dumbass, okay? Uh, I'm an idiot. So, uh, Mark G, what's up, homie? Kareem Majeans is in the building. Amos, if you want to take it to the next level, you got to name names. Why? I don't have to name names. I mean, I could. In fact, you know what I should do? I thought about this. Maybe maybe what we'll do is we could do like a tier list of all of the on-air personalities in Houston. Why didn't the shoe check fire off? I didn't hear it. Damn it. Why didn't I uh why didn't I hear the shoe check? But maybe that's what we do. We just do a tier ranking. Right? We just rank all of the hosts. I feel bad though cuz I've always got to rank my buddies high no matter what. Like I don't I don't feel like, and I say buddies, like my friends and, and acquaintances and people that I know in radio, I always, I, I don't think I could trash talk them publicly because, because some of them do suck. I mean, I know people in radio that I'm, uh, you know, friends or friendly with, and I don't think they're good. Doesn't mean I'm not friends with them. And don't be like, oh, who? Oh, is it this person or that person? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But there are you know, people that I'm friendly or friends with that I know that I'm like, yeah, they're just not good at this. And that's okay. Cause they probably think the same thing about me. And they're probably like, well, who has a job and who doesn't smart man. And that's a great and valid point. Good for you. But maybe I'll do a tier ranking one day. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll do it like a, a, um, a, a tier ranking, but like all shade, right. Where I don't mention their names. Um, we'll just be like person a person B. Uh, but Kareem is here. Joel's preaching about it. That is kind of crazy. Uh, if you want to take it to the next level, no, I'm not doing that, Amos, but welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Uh, <laughs> Barry on deck versus everyone shirts. You know, if I ever do that show, if I ever do the ranting show where I go on and take, yeah, I'll make those 100%. Uh, what's up, Steven Luther? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here, man. Uh, who else is here? I got Cisco, Memesters, um, at least make it fun past 10. That's not nice. What's up, Celio? What's up, PB Dubs? Good to see you, Dave. Thank you for being here. Um, who else? Uh, poor Marine. Uh, I take it you don't like Paul Gallant. Yeah, y'all stop saying mean things. Um, or at least stop mentioning names. Mark said, new jobs for everybody. Yeah, Mark, where are you at? Are you back home or are you still traveling on the road? Let's know. Let us know. Oh, Fidel. Cowboys suck too. Yes, that's true. Uh, what's up? Rudy Ross sanitized watch hands social. This is back to up, everybody. Uh, who have the Vikings beat other than the Bills? Like you act like other than the Bills is a thing. And let's be real. Uh, a lot of teams suck in the NFL this year. So there's plenty of teams that are beating bad teams. And, 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 and what are you just going to discount every a sub 500 or close to 500 team? I mean, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it's the NFL and you got to play with the schedule plays. If you're, you know, if you're the Titans and you're the beneficiary of being in a shitty division, that's not your fault. 
It's not the Vikings' fault that their schedule hasn't been difficult and that some of the teams suck. And let's not forget, and, and I think we don't do this enough in college football, uh, for sure. Sometimes not in the NFL, but uh, all these teams that are under 500, one of those L's came at the hands of these here Vikings. So you got to kind of keep that in mind, too, and, and evaluate those teams and what their schedules look like and everything else. So nonetheless, um, you can think that that was a shitty take. I still think the Vikings are a legit uh, playoff contender, so it's whatevs. Uh, all right, who have the Vikings beat? Trade alert. Alex Villanueva has been traded from Barry on deck to the wheelhouse for a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> now, nah, listen, I'm not trading Alex Villanueva, okay? I'm not doing that. Every team has to have somebody that gets in your face and tells you the truth, whether you think the truth is valid or you like it or not. And Alex is that uh, fine. Get do it. I'm a, I've never trade Alex. There there might be a couple of you I would trade, but not it, it wouldn't be Alex. Uh, he's he's a kind person. Even though his sports takes suck a lot, he won't he won't give us any, but they do. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, <laughs> Day one, Donna said I'm watching the World Cup. Yeah, I was watching it earlier when I was show prepping. I got to see. Um, uh, the uh, um, the U.S. score a a uh, oh what was the word? God damn it! I always hear this uh, when I watch soccer, and it, so like anytime someone scores a goal, oh magnificent! Is it magnificent that they always use? Not fantastic, but like a yeah, like a um oh brilliant! That's what it was. Did y'all see the 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 Americans score that one goal? It was brilliant. Every time I listen to soccer and they talk about goals, they're like, oh, it's a brilliant goal by Maximus Zuminus, Cruminus, Craminus, whatever the, I don't know. I don't know their names. But yeah, um, it was a brilliant goal. I don't know. He he put the ball in the net. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but the USA up 1-0 over Wales. Not like Wales, like, ooh in the ocean whales like the country and people were like oh man this is the first time in eight years that america's been in the world cup and wales is like bitch it's been like 70 years for us i don't know how long it had been but it's been a while so whatevs uh but yeah i was trying to watch it and then you know you got to start a show and i don't want to be distracted this isn't a side cast of the soccer so i was like nah i don't want to have it on and then it don't mean that much to me so but good luck if you're watching it um <laughs> Kareem Ajin said the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth are three different answers. Okay. Oh, look at Amos to try and bring them on to defend themselves. No, no, I wouldn't do that. And they and they wouldn't do that, I promise you. Nobody, none of those cats working radio uh would come on this show and defend why they suck at sports talk. They wouldn't do that. Uh I still want to know how Nick Reich's uh, ugly mug out on TV. Sally will be nice. Kareem said, wait, wait, Barry on deck. Will Bills be first ever NFL team to win two straight games back-to-back in a stadium, not theirs? Oh, that's a that's a pretty good question. I didn't even know that that wasn't a thing. I would have never thought to look that up, but that is pretty interesting. Um, don't they play Detroit? Yeah, I'll go ahead and say yes. I'll go out on a limb and say that the Bills beat Detroit. Although, 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 Lions are rolling. I mean, in as much as the Lions can be rolling, but they're playing well. So, 
I, I don't think they beat the Bills. They're not that good. But defense is playing better. Offense is still playing good. What you going to do? Lions are uh, what, three in a row. We'll, we'll get into some more. Um, how is school still in? HISD is out for the week. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Oh, uh, what's the wheelhouse? That's the um, that's the late show. That's the drive time show. The afternoon drive time show on ESPN. Uh, the truth is happy. It always comes out. Ah, brilliant. Oh, the makeup names. Uh, who gives a shit about soccer? Mick Love and be nice. Wales World Cup appearances won 1958. Oh, Lord. And that's not good. TD shows kids how to be on Twitter in class instead of teaching. Oh. Uh, the game's a boat race now if we're up 1-0. That's a great point, Alan. Kareem, no, golf is not greater than Stafford, but this week he is. This week. Yes, the wheelhouse took over for the Blitz. All right, we're caught up with the chat. We've got all the pages in. It's time we start the shenanigans of this show. So let's get it. Oh, by the way, don't forget, it's Monday. So at 3.15, Jenny is mom, my mother. The woman who gave birth to me, whom whose womb and Virginia I fell out of into this this godforsaken earth, will be on this show at three fifteen to talk. I don't know what we're we never have a plan. She just shows up and then we start talking. And one more thing, uh, if you're wondering, yes, I uh, dyed the beard a little bit. It's not a hundred percent dark, uh, but I did try to get some of the gray out and it's so just wiry and wispy and it's gross and I hate this time of year I really do I hate it so much I hate it having to go on stage and perform with this stupid ass thing but you know what we're doing it for charity so um yeah all right let's get into our sports headlines of the day get to finish my sandwich I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like I'm a 10 year old and I didn't get to finish it because it was time to start and I was like you know what I could just eat this and start at 210 like normal but no I didn't I started at 203 like an adult uh all right so uh by the way shout out to everybody listening on Podbean Flip and Christopher Reyes and Titan Hugo uh thank you guys for being over there Flipperoo, we miss you, buddy. We miss you so much. Y'all remember Flip? Um, yeah, the ban should be lifted soon. The roast is um, November 30th. And so the last, by the way, you've got one, two, three, four. Oh, wait, one, two, three, four, five shows left with Podbean live. And then it goes away for good. So um, the last Podbean live show will be November 29th. So, all right, let's get to our sports headlines for the day. Here you go. Sources are saying that Kyler Murray is going to be out for Monday Night Football. You get Colt McCoy. Oh, boy. I can't wait to see Colt get out there and do Colt things, I guess. I don't know. Um, That's just one of the headlines. So, I had to include it. Does it matter? I don't know. Like, what is the, what is the Arizona's record? Let's. Let's take a gander at that. I have the standings. Hold on. Let's close that. Let's let's close that out. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Here we go. NFL standings. 
put that on the chrome resize. Put this on. Uh, yeah, here you go. They're like not good. I know that they are four and six. There you go. They have been. They have managed to go four and six with Kyler Murray. So, eh, probably won't be great without Kyler Murray. Um, yeah. I mean, Arizona is just one of those teams that has not. I think has underwhelmed and underperformed and has not looked good. And you can you can put that on the Rams as well. And there's a there's a plethora of teams. The Bucks, the same way, right? The Packers, same way. Um Broncos and Raiders. Hell, even the Chargers uh haven't looked good. Now theirs might be somewhat due to injury as well, but they, they always seem to underperform. Um, Sensi as well. So that's kind of that whole group, uh, of not playing well. Arizona's in that mix. So yeah, you get no Kyler Murray. Um, I mean, it's whatevs. Uh, Broncos have waived Melvin Gordon. Jeff Bell, where are you at? Jeff Bell, where are you at? Melvin Gordon was the leading rusher for the Denver Broncos. And they have waived him because he fumbles too much. He had a fumble at the two-yard line right before the end of the first half and uh, cost him a touchdown. Crazy thing is they recovered and got the field goal, but Nathaniel Hackett was just like, nah, we can't, we can't fade this no more. Like, bro, you, you're not that good anyways. You're not, you're not good enough to be waving Melvin Gordon, I'll tell you that much, if you want to take the rest of the season serious. If you're the Broncos, though, I don't think you do that. You're like, whatever. You know what? We're about to suck it up. And not like... Okay, let's just suck it up and keep going. No, they're about to suck it up like we suck, suck it up. I think they've just resigned themselves to the fact that they want to pick high in the draft at this point. Um, what are they? They are three and seven. Ouch. I mean, they're done, essentially. There's, even if they won their last seven games, that would put them at 10 and seven. That's just not going to be good enough. Uh, to get them into the playoffs, I don't think. There's already, what, one, two, three, four, five teams with at least seven wins? Um, Just not going to be good enough. So, and that's, yeah, and that's just in the AFC. Over in the uh, NFC, you got one, two, two teams. Wow, that's it. Two, oh, no, I'm sorry. One, two, three, four, four teams with at least uh, seven wins. So, there you go. Uh, Broncos away, Melvin Gordon. We got that. Brown, the college Brown. Brown. Uh, Broncos need a QB. Oh, yeah. Don't they, though? But they just traded for Russ. That's a good thing. No. I, he's boy. You talk about a guy who has fallen off the face. Russ is what we thought would happen to Tom Brady. or which. But, I mean, like, Russ is just a shell of himself. Uh, but but the college, the university, excuse me, Brown University has made history. And they have added the first female to their active D1 baseball roster. And I always said, if you go back and listen to old shows from the usual suspects, maybe even said it on Houston Game Day, and I've I know I've said it on this very show, Barry on Deck, at one point. But if you go back and listen, I told you that I always felt like that the gender barrier in male sports would be broken in baseball. 
I always felt like that it made more sense for that to happen. However, I was wrong about something. And and we'll talk about the majors too. I mean, it's I think we're a long, long ways away from that because she just got uh, into a D1 school. But, but, I always said I thought that that would be the easiest. A lot of people said it would be football because, you know, female kickers. But I felt like and still feel like it would be baseball because I think that, as you know, you could have a, a female pitcher come out with just a lightning arm and be able to get guys out. No, no gender pun meant there, but just be able to get, get people out. However, um, let me let me get her name. I, I don't want to not say her name. That also would be super disrespectful. Her name is Olivia Picardo. She's a freshman at Brown, and she is a walk-on. And she has been added to the D1 baseball roster for Brown University. Now, where I was wrong, and at least in this instance, she is not a pitcher. She is a utility player. Uh, which is dope, which means she hits, she takes it bats, and um, that's even better, I think. So she was a pitcher and an outfielder for the U.S. women's baseball team. Uh, she previously played varsity baseball in Queens, New York, and played club baseball for the New York Crush and, the, and Next Level Baseball. Uh, Grant Achilles, as their coach, said he was impressed by Picardo's athleticism during her initial tryout and in subsequent practices. Uh, Achilles was in his nice season, said Picardo had, quote, the most complete walk-on tryout I have ever seen from a player since becoming a head coach. What? It's pretty dope. So a utility player who can play in the infield and the outfield, Picardo was one of 31 players to make the roster for the upcoming spring season. Picardo learned that she had made the roster during a team meeting on October 4. Pretty dope. Pretty badass. So uh, congrats to Olivia Picardo and to uh, Brown for making history and having the first female in a Division I baseball roster. That's badass. All right, lastly, and this is going to lead to somewhat of a non-sports discussion. Sorry, I got a little excess skin hanging off my finger here. I'm going to get rid of that. Uh-oh. What does that say? No, let me guess. Let me guess. I guess I just need to pull it up because I can't keep up with the chat. Uh, what happened? What did I miss? I guess I should pull up GameCast. Oh, Jesus. And Wells is tied it with, uh, in the 83rd minute, a brilliant goal by um, formed in Fowler Hacken Storkenbach. I'm just making up names for Wales. Um, uh, Wales is tied it. I guess there was, they were in a, uh, a penalty goal sitch thing sitch. I don't know what they call that. Uh, I know hockey terms. So they were on a power play goal. Was a, that was a power play goal by Wales. I'm just going to start using hockey terms for soccer since I don't know shit about soccer. Well, you know, they used a power play, which at that point I was kind of like, oof, uh, hope they don't get an icing call. Well, that sucks for the men's team. Um, what's up, Jim on sports? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, now Wales has tied it in the uh, 84th minute, 1-1. Damn it, USA. Always shit in the bed. Last but not least on the list of 
Uh, headlines, rest in peace to Jason David Frank. Uh, Jason David Frank, also known as JDF by those that knew him, uh, is a former or was a former Power Ranger. He started off as the Green Ranger, became the White Ranger, came back for several other different uh, iterations, um, was in pretty much all of the Power Ranger stuff after that, uh, but made his name uh, being the Green and White Ranger and um, also became later on a MMA fighter. He was a... Um, he was a um, amateur MMA fighter at first, and then a pro MMA fighter. I actually covered him. He lived here in Houston, Texas, and um, yeah, I covered pretty much all of his fights. Uh, did a bunch of one-on-one interviews with the guy. Kind of knew him. Um, he also had a clothing line. Hey, Perry, appreciate you, man. Thank you for lurking, buddy. He also had a clothing line called Jesus Didn't Tap which was a pretty prominent uh, brand in the MMA world back when shirts and branding and all that stuff was a big deal. Because for a while in MMA, you had like Tap Out, Affliction. Um, you had a couple of other brands um, that were really, really popular. I don't even know if those still exist. Jesus didn't tap. I don't know how long that brand lasted either, but uh, he was co-founder, co-owner of Jesus Didn't Tap, at least in the beginning. I don't know if he still owned it. Um, recently. So, um, sadly though, uh, Jason David Frank was, um, going through a divorce and, um, he, uh, the reports are anyways that he, um, that he committed suicide. Uh, so my, um, heart breaks for his family and his friends and his loved ones. Uh, it's always sad when you, when you hear about those things. Um, and I will just say this because, you know, I knew Jason, I wouldn't say we were close friends or anything like that, but you know, you work in the same industry in this town and you do what I did and you do what he did and your paths cross quite a bit and you become, you know, you get to know each other. Uh, and the one thing that I always remember is like, man, that dude, uh, super popular and, um, a guy who I always felt like is well off, you know, well doing well financially just because of who he was and what he did as far as the power Rangers and then his businesses and MMA and all of his marketing, he was doing the cons and everything. And I, I unfortunately, even somebody that's going through some of that stuff right now, um, you know, struggling with depression and stuff like that. I, th I think you still have these misconceptions. I was like, man, I guess that just goes to show that sometimes, just because you see somebody uh, with fame and fortune, it doesn't always mean that everything is great. It doesn't always mean that things are going their way. So, um, sadly, uh, Jason David Frank took his own life this week, two days ago. Uh, so, rest in peace to him. A lot of people, a um, lot of people uh, really upset about it. And because he meant so much to them and their childhood. And I didn't grow up a Power Rangers fan. Like, I didn't grow up watching the Power Rangers. I didn't grow up uh, on, I mean, I don't even know. When was their, like, first thing? Let's see. Power Rangers. I don't even know when their first, like, episode of the Power Rangers was. Uh, Power Rangers. 
Power Rangers American Entertainment and merchandising franchise built around a live action superhero television series based on Japanese tokusatsu franchise Super Sentai. Okay. Um, broadcast production, 93 to 2010, 2011 to 2021, and 2021 to present. So I graduated high school in 92, so Power Rangers dropped the year after I graduated. So I just never... I was already, you know, doing out of high school shit. Um, so I never really got into it. And But I, I tried to relate. I did. I did. Because I've seen so many people saying how sad they are and how much he meant to them and how um, he was like a hero to a lot of people that grew up on the Power Rangers. And I was like, do I have anybody like that in my life? Was there a, a person that I looked up to or a, a franchise that maybe had characters or actors or and I, I really can't think of anybody the closest that I would come and I'm I gotta be honest though I don't think that I'm that guy like I don't get emotional when celebrities pass unless I knew the celebrity well you know what I mean like unless they were somebody that was in my life as a friend or or whatever then that would be different but you know, I'm, I'm I'm friends or acquaintances with a lot of of I guess celebrities, but it doesn't I don't know, just like people from my past, my childhood. I don't know that I would you know, like people cry when Michael Jackson died. People cry when Prince died, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't. I mean, my probably my favorite musician of all time, Kurt, that I like grew up with, I guess, would be like an Ice Cube or. Something like that, Eric B. and Rakim. I, but I don't, I don't think I would cry or will cry when they pass. I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm dead inside. I don't know. Maybe I just don't. My heart is as cold as the weather is here. I don't know. But I tried to think of somebody. Who is my Jason David Frank? Because there's a whole generation of people that looked up to him, admired him, wanted to be him, wanted to be the White Ranger, the Green Ranger, and... Like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who my Jason David Frank is. I guess it might have been the Rock and Roll Express back in the day uh, when I watched wrestling as a kid. But even then, like if Ricky Morton or uh, Bobby, I don't even remember their names now. Ricky Bobby? I don't know. But if they were to, one of them were to pass, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But I don't know that I would be as upset as I see some people. Ricky Morton or Robert Gibson, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I knew I knew if anyone was going to remember him, it would be Heartthrob. The resident wrestler in the crew. But I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just emotionally unattached. But there, I mean, legitimately, there are people that are, you know, super sad that are, and, and I don't know, I say that. It's not like anybody's called me. I mean, a few people did. A few people that I, that, you know, we all kind of knew each other in the MMA scene here in Houston would message me and be like, yo, you saw JDF pass? And I was like, what? But like, I'm just seeing a lot of posts like, oh my God, I, I did, you're my hero. I wanted to be like you. And 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 a part of me knows, okay, some of these people are, are legit, but I think some people still love to make death about them. There are a lot of people on social media who just be like, Oh my God, I've got a, I, this is an opportunity to, to get attention or get people to feel bad for me or I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird when people die, how we make it about us. A lot of people do that. I, it, it happens all the time. It's even in comedy. Like when a comic passes, 
the first thing comedians are going to do is post a picture of themselves with that comic. Be like, man, it, you were so good to me and kind to me. And they probably texted like once. But they'll be like, I mean, I, my, uh, <laughs> my friend. And I'll be like, oh, you all were friends? What, uh, what was your birthday? Uh, what was, uh, like, you know, like, bro, like, I don't know. People, people do that shit, and it's kind of disgusting to me. But I think there's some genuinely sad people that were like, man, I, this guy was my hero. So, um, sucks. It's sad. But rest in peace to Jason David Frank. He affected uh, and had a profound effect on a lot of people in a very positive way. So, um, what does this say? Can't wait to balut tonight. I don't even know what that means. Um, I should see. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of chat messages. Um, I met him so many times throughout the years. Yeah, he was always here in town. Always. My kids sure did grow up on Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, he was always at Comic Con events and things like that. Always saw him at those. Yep. We are VR troopers. No idea what that is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, I that was kind of towards the end for me. I shed a tear when Kobe passed. Okay, see, again, I don't know that I, there's not a sports person out there that I think I would cry for. I don't know. And it's just not, but that's just me. That's just me. Um, If you're hurting, feel it, share it. If you're happy, feel it, share it. Uh, just feel something. Don't be numb. I think that's where I am. Uh, I love, Perry said he loved watching um, Power Rangers. Okay. That's cool. Oh, look. Heartthrob was on our show with them a couple months ago. Nice. They're so old, man. They look sad. They're not even like the Rock and Roll Express anymore. They're like the Soft Rock Express. They're like Yacht Rock Express now. So sad. Kareem said, I was in the shower and I heard it on sports radio. It was a gloomy day and the Rockets play the Nuggets or some bullshit sports was on. Oh, I still remember when Power Rangers got so big in the mid-90s that they had a one-hour primetime special on Fox. No shit. That's outstanding. I didn't know that. I got from that lead singer of the Imagine Dragons at their concert. What? I don't know what that means. Uh, Balut Nation. I don't know what that means. Oh, God damn it, Steve-O. This is the duck egg thing. Okay. I've, we've moved on from the duck egg, Steve-O. Catherine cried when Leslie Jordan passed. Oh, Nora loved that guy. He was hilarious. Yeah. I cried when Bambi died. I did cry when Bambi and E.T. died. In the movie, though. Not now. Uh, they've gone from the Rock and Roll Express to the Classic Hits Express. Okay. Hey, what's up, Christy Smart? Good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for being here. So, yeah. Um, Jason David Frank is actually responsible for um, making the cagedoor.net, my old MMA website, go viral back in the day. Because uh, there was a story where he slapped a kid backstage. And we had the story, and we ran it first, and I interviewed him over the phone. I interviewed the kid over the phone, and we printed it all, and it got picked up by all the national MMA media people, and the cage door blew up after that. Like, it was crazy. Um, and I felt bad for it, but, you know, that's, that's my job. All right, I saw that uh, Joe Hernandez did a shoe check, and my friend, I shan't fail you on that. Uh, as you see, I'm wearing my... Uh, 713 Texas shirt. I guess that's what you would call it. This is from uh, 713 shirts. And um, because I like to match, today's shoe selection is from my girl Abigail, Art of a Woman. My custom, um, my custom designed 
um, H-Town shoes. These are my custom. Uh, I came up with the design. For those of you that know, I, I did a shirt that said, Welcome to the land where it just don't stop. And the opening to one of the best H-Town represented uh, rap songs ever. And so when I made that shirt, I put the skyline, I put the Astros rainbows, and I put the lyrics on it. And so then I was like, you know what? I want some sh- shoes that, with that shit. So uh, I came up with this design for an Air Force One and then sent it to my girl, Abigail. Uh, we went to high school together, and she has a thing called, she does custom shoes. Her name, her, her on, online, it's Art of a Woman. You can kind of see it there in the soul. Um, but she does custom shoes and she, we collaborated and she came up with the idea of putting the blue back here and throwing some laces on it. But in general, the design was mine and, um, yeah, we've sold some of these, um, during the stream of thought, rest in peace to the stream of thought won't be happening this year, but we'll, we'll pick it back up again next year, hopefully. So there you go. That's what I'm rocking to match my custom air force ones. Um, and there's only like four of these now. I think there's four of them. I mean, she's sold, she took the design and sold them to a few other people, but Barry is worldwide shoe designer. I mean, a little bit, a little bit worldwide local shoe designer. I mean, here in Miami, cause she lives in Miami, but that's what I, all right, let's talk some NFL. Let's talk some, uh, let's get into, let's get into specifically the Houston Texans. I know this makes me sad too. Um, but we have to discuss, let me pull up the, uh, scores here. Hold on. What is this? What is all this crap? All this crapola. Here we go. Scores, scores, goals. Uh, we don't need that video. So let's, we, we, we don't really need to talk about, um, Thursday night football, Titans, Packers. Yeah. 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 Titans did their thing, though. Packers riding high after a big win, and what happened? Packers going to Packer, I guess? I don't know. Um, so, we'll skip that, but Titans are rolling, man. Every year I doubt the Titans. Every year Titan Hugo tells me I'm crazy, and every year they, they seem to do well until playoff time, and then Ryan Tannehill turns back into Ryan Tannehill, and, all, and the wheels fall off. Uh, that's the pro that's, I guess that's why I can never take the Tennessee Titans seriously until they get a real quarterback because they're always going to be a one dimensional team. And that dimension is really hard to stop. And that dimension is Derrick Henry and a, a good blocking offensive line. But until you get me a, a quarterback that I can respect, cause I just don't respect Ryan Tannehill. And I, maybe I should, I don't know if you can prove it. I, maybe I will. I just can't. It's Ryan Tannehill. So, but they're rolling uh, and they're looking good. So let's get into this Texans commanders game. And it was ugly, ugly. Okay. It was awful. Um, It was sad. At one point at the end of the first half, it was 20 to nothing. And the Texans, the Texans had five total yards in offense. There it is right there. Take a gander. Take a look-see. Five total yards of offense. How do you only manage five? Like, how is that even possible? Let me move this a little bit. Yeah. This is what they had. They had five yards. You can see it clearly. 
Do you know how bad you have to be to only get five yards in total offense? Do you do you understand how remarkably bad that is? In an NFL game, no less. Uh, I mean, it's almost like you would have to have guys that don't belong in the NFL playing. To muster five yards of total offense and a half in the NFL. Now, don't get me wrong. Jets and and um, Patriots didn't really didn't really uh, exactly tear the lid off of the uh, the defenses themselves in that game. It was ugly, but it, it was like super windy and uh, you know whatever. The, the Texans have nothing to blame but themselves, stupidity and stubbornness. Um. The, the so lots to unpack about this because I was bitching that Davis Mills should be benched. He should still be benched. Guys, the numbers you see are for the game. Damian Pierce, th- this offensive line, this offensive line is so bad that it probably cost Damian Pierce rookie of the year. I'm not even shitting you. Let me say that again for the people in the back. The Texans offensive line is probably so bad. Well, I shouldn't say that. The Texans offensive line is so bad that it probably cost Damian Pierce rookie of the year. He mustered eight yards in an entire football game. And it wasn't all his fault. And for all of the uh, yards after contact and leading the league, and it's hard to take down. Well, guess what? When an entire front seven isn't being blocked, it's really not hard when it's seven on one to take a guy down and tackle him. So congratulations, Texans. You, You managed to somehow screw that up as well. Great job, guys. Great job. Unbelievable. And this dude had eight yards rushing. Davis Mills had 10 yards. Davis Mills had more yards rushing and a touchdown than Pierce. How? What? How? In what world? In what world? So while I think Davis Mills is bad, and he is, oh, oh, he is. Davis Mills is real bad. And I don't think he should be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans next week, next month, next year, or ever. He should have been benched a long time ago. He is not the answer. But this offensive line is just as bad, okay? This offensive line is just as bad, and they need a ton of help, and they share in the blame for how bad Davis Mills is. But even when you give Davis Mills time to throw, he makes bad decisions. He's not accurate. He's just not a He's not a good NFL quarterback and you know ah but sometimes they'll have 300 yards and show flashes great go flash up in Canada because you don't want a guy that's showing flashes you've got a draft coming up sooner than you think you're probably going to have the number one pick in the draft and you're going to have to make a decision on quarterback and if you haven't already decided well then you kind of have you know what I'm saying like, if, if if this team hasn't figured out that Davis Mills isn't the problem, then they've made their decision that they think they can win with him. 
And there's nothing I've seen, nothing I've seen that would suggest that. Now, part of the problem that pisses me off about the Texans and Davis Mills is the fact that they won't, they, they won't acknowledge how bad this is. Right? They won't acknowledge. They're like, you know, and I don't expect them to come out and be like, yeah, we're awful. And, you know, we're just, it's, everything is terrible. We suck uh, from top to bottom, left to right. And in fact, Lovey Smith tried to defend not taking out Davis Mills, not making decisions to move this team forward in some way. Now, look. Before we get into his spat with Brian T. Smith of the Houston Chronicle, in this video I got from uh, Adam Wexler's Twitter, so props to him. But I saw it on a couple of other ones too. Uh, But I got it from Wex, so thank you, Wex. Um, Let's just have a real honest discussion about the Texans for a second, okay? Like, I'm not an idiot. I mean, I'm an idiot, but I'm not an idiot when it comes to the Houston Texans. I get that this team's not good. And I get that they're not in a hurry to do anything drastic because they don't want to win. You know, my boy Josh Beard posted on his Twitter like, oh, the media needs to chill out. This is all about embracing the suck. Uh, This is all about, which I, I think is a stupid thing. Like, we don't need to embrace the suck. If you're rebuilding, rebuild. But I said this, and I I did this on Josh's tweet, and I I stand by this. Look, I I don't need the Texans to pretend like they're trying to be good, right? But at the same time, I think trying to get the number one pick in the draft and being in a rebuild in general is like fake orgasms. I believe that your team in a rebuild is like a fake orgasm, right? Like, like you and and your chick, like you both know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like you both know that you're really not good at this and she's faking it and that's fine. But one, no one needs to talk about it. And two, you just keep trying your little heart out, but you know what you're really doing isn't making a material difference and and she's not going to say it. She's just going to keep faking it. But at the end of the day, the dance is, I'll keep trying, and you keep pretending like it's working. That's what I need from the Texans. I get that they're going to suck. And I get that whoever is the backup to Davis Mills is going to be worse than Davis Mills at this point. But at least by benching Davis Mills, you tell me you have some sort of semblance and interest of being good even though we all know what's really going on here and that's fine. But my problem is, is the Texans trying to make us believe that they think that they can win and that they still need to evaluate Davis Mills and nothing could be further from the truth. We know what he is by this time. Now, you know what Davis Mills is and what he isn't. And you can listen to PR speak from the Texans and the Texans, the the people, the talking heads in this town that surround the Texans and tell you that he might be good or tell you that he can be good or tell you that he's going to be good. A lot of them that did that, by the way, early in the season have changed their tune. And now, now look, 
I'm not trying to make enemies in this town in the media. But John McClain was on Twitter yesterday, and he tweeted out, this is the absolute worst offense I've ever seen in my four decades covering football in this town. And I, and I say to John McClain, I agree. It's awful. But I also want to hold John McClain accountable for being one of the people in the beginning of this season that tried to feed us the bullshit that Davis Mills was looking good in OTAs and had taken a step forward. And I've ranted and, and, and gone off about these people in this town and the media that listened to Nick Casario and the PR speak that comes from the Texans that tried to tell us Davis Mills was looking better. Giant leap forward over the offseason. No, he's still inaccurate. He's still not good. He still makes bad decisions and bad reads and all of that. Well, but he's inexperienced. Then why'd you, then what, what are you doing? Are you trying to build a winner or are you trying to make friends? It doesn't make sense to me. And look, John McClain, I respect what he does, but I, I had to pull some receipts. This is from May. John McClain, quote, watching Davis Mills in the OTA today, he looks like a different quarterback. As a rookie with only 11 starts at Stanford, he was like a newborn Colt, stumbling and staggering and trying to find his way. Then he grew up over the last five games and impressed the heck out of everyone. Other quote, John McClain on Twitter. Some observations from the first Texans OTA the media could watch. QB Davis Mills was very smooth entering his second season. Looked so much more comfortable than the last time than this time last year. Appeared confident and in charge. A natural leader. The coaches expect big improvements from him. Bullshit. Because, because Nick Casario was saying the same thing, and a lot of the media in this town ran with that narrative. And besides that, and I've said it a million times, you can't tell shit from an OTA. Well, he looks better than he did. Great. If he didn't, then you should have cut him right then because he's had a year under his belt. But looking better than you did doesn't mean anything if you looked terrible to begin with. And like I said, I understand we're in a rebuild in this city. I get it. We all went through the Astros rebuild. I understand that. But there wasn't this defiance of, hey, we're not ready to take this shitty quarterback and not make him our quarterback anymore. Damn it, we're still trying. I mean, you are, but you're not. At least let the fans know that you're serious about, uh, that you, you appear to be serious about trying. Because leaving Davis Mills in, it doesn't appear that way to me. But Barry, again, they're just trying to take. Uh... <laughs> Amen said, keep talking about John. He's going to sit on you when he sees you. Uh, he'd have to catch me first. But the fact of the matter is, I understand this team is trying to take. I understand they're in the middle of a rebuild. I understand they want the first pick in the draft. But like I said in the beginning, make me feel like, though, that you're trying at least while you suck. And guess what making a quarterback change does? It accomplishes both of those things. It allows you to suck even more because whoever's backing up Davis Mills has to be awful. But at the same time, it shows your fans, hey, we're willing to make the tough decisions and Davis Mills isn't our guy. So go ahead and signal to the city that you're going to move on and draft a quarterback in this coming NFL draft. 
But by trotting this dude out there and just eating shit on the field and watching him get five yards and a half and rush for 21 in a game and him throw for 169 when garbage time, when it doesn't matter. I mean, that's all I got to hear about. Ah, he threw for 300 last game. Yeah, and they were out of it. Their defense sucks. Their O-line sucks. He sucks. The receiving court sucks. The coaching staff sucks. Everything sucks. In fact, Cal, why don't you just, or, or uh, yeah, Cal McNair, just change the name of the team to the Houston sucks until you figure it out. Because that's it, there's nothing good about this team. Absolutely nothing. Not a single thing. Damian Pierce, great. And all this hits uh, yards after contact, he mustered eight yards. And I get it. I don't blame him completely because the O-line is awful. And like I said, they cost him, probably cost him rookie of the year. But we're still trying with Davis Mills. Vomit. It's garbage. It's absolutely garbage. Now, this was a back and forth between Lovey Smith and Brian T. Smith of the Houston Chronicle. When Brian T. Smith kind of just wanted to know, hey, fam, um, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this week in and week out? <sighs> Didn't McLean roll off into the sunset? No, he's writing for like gallery sports or some shit like that. Uh, Will, call me an African-American then. Oh, wait, what? I don't know what that means. Uh, you think we're going to see Kyle Allen play this season? I hope so, Hunter. I really hope so. I hope you see Kyle Allen play this, this, this season. Because it would signal several things. It would signal the end of the Davis Mills era in Texas, in Texans lore, which I think absolutely has to happen. And it'll signal that, yes, we're in a rebuild. Yes, we're trying to suck. Don't worry, folks. We're going to try to lock up that number one pick. So why not? Pasha Kalpich just got put on the IR for fantasy owners. Yeah, we had a, I've got the injury report, so... Um, there it is right there. Kyle Pitts, right knee. They were awaiting win info. He's doubtful for week 12. They did say he was going to have surgery. Now, IR doesn't mean he's done for the year. It just means he can't play for at least four weeks. Um, but we're going to get to that. Uh, I've got the whole injury report. If you want to just take a gander at it now, Fields is uh, probable for week 12. Mixon, questionable for week 12. Mike Williams, questionable for week 12. Jamar Chase, doubtful. Matt Stafford, doubtful. And Kadarius Tony doubtful. So there's some... There's some good uh, updates for you. Thanks, Potch. Um, so there you go. Now, um, <clears throat> I want to get to this real quick, and then joining me in just a second, Jenny's mom's going to be on the show. Uh, and we, you know, like I said, we never really have a play. We just try to, we just try to have fun. We just try to try to get into it. So here's here's Brian T. Smith and Lovey Smith uh, going back and forth. Uh, about why Smith hasn't made a change yet. Check it out. Hold on. Let me uh, let me turn this up real quick here. Let me find this. Um, why is this so low? Let's try this. What is your question? Fans are gonna boo, and they have a right to do that. What is your question? I was gonna ask my question. How, how does how does <laughs> how does this go? So better? I don't know if you heard you that, but he said fans are gonna boo, and they have a right to do that. Fans are going to boo and they have a right to do that. What is your question? I was going to ask my question. How, how does how does <laughs> how does this get better? How do you how do you improve this? You're you're, you're saying you're not going to change better, your quarterback by putting a better product on the football field. What? What? Brian T. Smith said, "How are you going to improve this? How are you going to make this better?" And Lovey Smith's answer was by putting a better product on the field. You left off the part where you tell us next year. You have nothing on this roster 
that's better than the product you have on the field. Well, we got to coach them up. Ain't going to happen, Chief. You got shit to work with. I don't fully blame Lovey Smith for the Texans being this bad, but don't sit up there and just feed us this bullshit about putting a better product on the field. There is no better product, Lovey Smith. Your roster from top to bottom is ass, bro. You got like three good players, three and a half. That's it. On a 54-man roster, you got three out of 50 that that would start or play for another team. A lot of rookies. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's, that's the whole point of the rebuild. But just own it. That's all I'm saying is when you stand at that podium and Brian T. Smith says, "What do you? how are you going to make this better? And be like, look, we got a young team. We got guys learning the position. What we have to do is try to coach these cats up. But we understand as a football team, we've got to be better. We've got to look better. We've got to get better. But we also are going to have to draft better. We're going to have to build better. Like, just own it. Oh, you'd never tell your team they suck. They do. They, you, don't, you don't think these cats don't know they suck? They know they suck. You've never been on a shitty team and tell me that you thought y'all were good. Everybody that's, anybody that's ever played sports, you know if you're on a good team or not. It's obvious. They ain't hurt nobody's feelings. Trust me, at the end of the day, I promise you, they won't throw their check away because their feelings are hurt. They'll still cash them. Promise you that. This is how it finished. Why didn't that happen today? Because I didn't think I should do it today. What the fuck? What in the f- what? So the question was, uh, what are you going to do? We're going to put a better product on the field. And Brian T. Smith said, why didn't you do that today? And Lovey's response was, I didn't think I needed to. Like I said, we all know this is a fake orgasm. But I'm going to keep pumping and you keep telling me I'm doing a good job and you keep faking it. But we know we need to be trying harder, right, fellas? Like, bro, this is this, this is amazing to me that he's just saying this stuff. Why were you guys not better today? I'm, I'm not going to tell you that. Bro. <laughs> so Brian T. Smith says, Coach, why, as coaches, why weren't y'all better today? And he goes, well, I'm not going to tell you that. And look, I feel bad for Lovey Smith because I think the real answer is, have you seen my roster, Brian? Have you looked at the names on my roster? Have you looked at the ingredients I was given to make a cake? These ingredients suck. These players suck. What do you want from me? Right? But I think what Brian's point is, is, bro, just own it. Just be like, we're bad. Oh, what are you trying not to hurt Davis's, Davis Mills's feelings? The only other thing I could think is that maybe, maybe Nick Casario's like, no, you need to keep playing him. For what though, right? Like, just stop already. Just stop. I mean, what do you expect me to say right now? We just got beat. Now, if there was a, something that we should have done right away, we would have done that right away. We're working with our football team. We'll keep, we're searching for answers what we're doing. And we'll keep working on different combinations. Right, but we- so he said, what do you want me to tell you? You know, wh- what do you want me to say? We're working with our football team. We're trying to get better. Yeah, everybody else is trying to get better. But at the same time, if what's on the field isn't working, bro, just rotate. What do you have to lose? Games? You're going to lose those anyways. I don't know. We come in, and every week you're kind of telling us the same thing. You haven't made any changes. Would you? Why, why, why because, keep doing the same thing if you, you, if you get Brian the same result? Smith. Because sometimes change for what? Just to try to win football change. games. Uh, I think leave that up to us. 
he basically just said, you write and I'll coach. Uh, but he said, um, change for what? Because you suck. I don't know. Fuck. I mean, try something new, bro. Uh, this is just maddening to me. This is just amazing. Right, right now, we don't have <laughs> position. All right. And I feel so bad for Lovey Smith because I love Lovey Smith. I do. I really do. I love Lovey Smith. And he is in an impossible position right now. An impossible position. They're not going to win with the talent that they have around him. But, and, and Amos brings up an interesting point here. And we're going to get, we're going to bring Jenny's mom on in just one second, but I want to bring up this last thing here. Amos brings up an interesting point. Amos says, well, he can't throw his boss under the bus and say we are de uh, designed to suck for the next few years. Why not? Like, look, we're bad. We're in the middle of a rebuild. And Brandon Cooks came out and said it. That's why he wanted to be traded. You think nobody? So the fact that you just don't say it doesn't mean it's not true, right? Like, if I just sit here and say, well, I'm not going to say I, don't, I have a crooked nose. Well, you guys can fucking see it, right? Also, by the way, I just want to point out it's really not crooked. It's the lens. It's a fisheye lens, and it warps the... Anyways, kiss my ass. But my point is, if Lovey Smith would just walk to the podium and go... Boy, we're bad. We are really bad. And we're trying to do the best we can do to get better, but we are just a bad football team right now. Well, you can't do that. You throw them under the bus. No, you don't. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. No matter what happens, Nick Casario is going to fire Lovey Smith in a year or two. That's how this works. You think that Bo Porter was like, well, let me not talk shit about uh, the way that this is going with Drayton McLean and Tim Perpura because I might keep my job long-term. They had no inclination of keeping Bo Porter long-term once that rebuild was done because as soon as they looked like they could make the playoffs in 2015, they went out and got A.J. Hinch. And that's exactly what's going to happen to this Houston Texans team. As soon as they think they're ready to contend again, they're going to go out and try to find a younger, more innovative, offensive-minded coach to come in and take over. That's it. That's the game. So if I'm Lovey Smith and I know that's what's going to happen, why am I kissing Nick Casario's ass at the podium week in and week out and defending him? I don't need to. We're bad. We know we're bad. But there's not a man in that locker room that's not trying to be better whether it's a coach or a player. But yes, we're bad right now, Brian T. Smith. Why didn't you make a change? I don't know. because What, is it, what does it matter? Like, just give me that. I'd be kind of happy with that if he were just like, bro, it ain't going to matter. Right? Davis Mills, Kyle Allen, Josh Allen, Allen's level. I don't, it ain't going to matter. I don't know. Uh, Celio says, so what you're saying is Levy's going to be there for a while. Yeah, it takes a little longer, I think, to rebuild a uh, NFL team than it does a baseball or basketball team, that's for sure. Head coaches and quarterbacks get paid to say it's on me. Um, if they owned up to the fact that they were terrible in trying to rebuild and at the same time tried to win games, that not only looks bad to fans and media, but it looks bad to any potential big... I don't know what that means. Um... I, that's like, I, I disagree with that. Um, I don't know. 
it, I, I don't know what that even means. He got he's going to get fired after a year, possibly. Is it very possible? All right, let's. Uh, it's time. Let's bring in my favorite part of the week every single week. Uh, I know, Mom. I'm sorry. I left you. I left you hanging there for a while. I apologize. I got a little ranty there. Joining me out of the program right now, uh, as she does every single week when she's not having tech problems or when I'm not screwing things up. The one, the only, Jenny <laughs> is mom, a mother. Hello. I apologize for the wait. Hey, I don't blame you for ranting. I was watching that game and I turned it off. It was it was Awful. really sad. Awful. I would hate to, I would hate to be lovey right now. So. Why? You'd be hate well, you'd hate to be making millions of dollars coaching well, football. Well, I don't know how many millions he's making, but God, to have to get up there week after week and face the press like that, whew, that's a tough job. He's earning his money, that's for sure. Yeah, well, you know, I think it was just that that in particular, that exchange, that back and forth. I mean, Lovey, you could you kind of felt like Lovey wanted to be like, look, man, this look, look what I've got. <laughs> You know what we're running out there. You know my hands are tied. You know I got a, a a GM that's giving me scraps. We're in the middle of a rebuild, Brian. What do you want? What do you want us to do in the middle of a rebuild? The previous regime gutted this team. They screwed it they all did. up. And now this we have to be here off. to fix it, and it's going to take time. Absolutely. See, and I think if Lovey Smith did that, I think if Nick Casario did that, at least for people like me, I can deal with that. You're not fooling anybody, right? Like you're not, nobody's being tricked into thinking you might be good and you're trying to win. So just come out and be honest. We're just, we're just using the rest of the year. Just, you know, Davis Mills is either going to be here or gone. If he doesn't get get better, like something, I don't know. Yeah. Bill O'Brien just screwed this whole team up. But exactly. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks or decades. I know. Where you? What you been? Why you been? Uh, why you been avoiding us? Well, I went to New Orleans for a week, and then I got back, and my computer fell off. The back of my computer fell off, so I had to get a new computer. That's How why does that I'm happen? Here was it a week. laptop or was it like a desktop? Yeah, it was, it was a, a laptop, laptop, and the hinges. Yeah, the hinge just fell off, and the whole thing fell. Paul, I have to send oh, you Lord. a picture of it. Paul had it held up with. Um, um, clamps orange clamps i duct taped it that didn't work so then he put clamps on it until i could get another computer but i'm on the new computer now that is so so ghetto and our trip to new orleans well that was yeah um, what happened did you did you guys get well our friend broke her foot go ahead my friend broke his foot the first day so Ah, that was a lot of fun that's a party was it like a good story no. He, no. He, no. He stepped he stepped into the kitchen the morning we were leaving and said, Well, I heard something pop. And I said, Oh, you probably pulled a tendon or something. And I kept telling him by the next day it was blue. And I said, You broke your foot. He finally went to the doctor and he did in New Orleans. Hilarious. He broke his foot. Hey, hey, hold so, on one second, Mom. Let me huh? handle this raid real quick. I'm gonna be right okay. back. I'm gonna do a raid. Hang tight. Uh not okay. a raid, but I wanna acknowledge these folks. Hey, I gotta say. I gotta say, Action Lab! Heck yeah! Yo, thank you so much for the raid. What is up, fellas? Hello, hello. Thank you guys for the raid. 
Uh, welcome in everybody from Action Lab. My name is Barry Lavinac. This is Barry on deck. Uh, we do this Monday through Friday, two to five p.m. I spent seven years on ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas. Uh, three years hosting a TV show called Houston Sports Show. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian, and this show, this show is all about sports and fun and entertainment uh, for three hours a day, four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Like I said, uh, two to five p.m. Yes, I saw that Action Lab. I saw that two a, a one one draw when you're up with what like did they score did Wales score like the eighty something minute or th- whatever that was terrible it was sad all the hype that's the thing that bothers me the most all the hype we were fed and then that happens yeah eighty second minute all that hype I mean they had me like excited and I don't watch soccer I don't like soccer it's not my thing I never grew up with it you can thank my mom who we'll have on in a second we'll ask her why she hates soccer so much um but yeah I it was just bad and I'm watching the goal I watched them uh score the first goal of the Americans and I thought okay see now I believe terrible but hey i want to say welcome to everybody coming in on the action lab raid fellas i appreciate the raid 19 people came over if you're not following the program or the channel please do so following is free it obviously helps us you can find out when i go live uh but you guys are raiding in the middle of one of my favorite segments of the week uh like i said we're on four days a week from 2 to 5 p.m and i have different guests on i have baseball people i have football people basketball people but what i thought was i wanted to have somebody that's just fun and interesting and uh amazing and so i couldn't think of anybody else uh other than my mom and she's amazing and uh i think you guys will really enjoy her she's a fan favorite and my favorite so she's joins me at 3 15 every day and that's the segment we're in so we're gonna get back to it and yes we've got a lot of nfl to get to still but we're hanging out with mom for a couple of minutes and then we're gonna talk nfl week 11 so just so you know you're all caught up. All right, back to it, mother. Sorry, you know. Wow, it's, that's hard to live up to. It's uh, it's one of those things, you know. Well, hell, it's yours now. I'm going to finish my sandwich. You just go ahead. <laughs> uh, where were we? Trip to New Orleans. Yeah, well, you're I in New Orleans. Got, no, yeah, I, almost, uh, uh, I have questions. You know I have questions when you tell me this shit. I mean, of course, of course. Okay. You're in New Orleans. How many people are with you? Well, there's me and Paul and Pat and my friend Dick, the four okay. of us. Yeah, so Pat and Dick. You and Paul. Yeah. How many times did y'all show your titties for beads? Uh, none. Well, there's where the party is. Well, we didn't want to get run out of New Orleans. <laughs> you can't go to, did Paul show his titties? Or, it, no, it wasn't Mardi Gras. But well, we you can still, this, I don't know if you know the rules of New Orleans. You can still show your titties in New Orleans. It doesn't matter. It's, uh, yeah, that's kind I've of. I've been there I, a few times. I have. <laughs> Wait, did you say you've been there a few times or you did it a few times? No, I've been there a few times. I've never done that. I'm your mother. I thought you said you had done it a few times and I was about to, one, I was about to just cancel the show. And then I was going to go throw up because I'm like, oh my God, my mother is not the angel I thought she was. No, I have never done that. You've never never once though, mom, like you never flashed anybody. That was like a big thing in the 70s. Oh, mooning people was a big thing. Have you ever mooned anybody, Mom? Have you ever have you ever mooned anybody? Oh no, I would never do that. Okay, that's definitely my mom's lie face, everybody. <laughs> that's definitely. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Who'd you moon? Was it like your friends? You're like, 
boop or was it like I don't no know, like i never or... did i never did that but i had friends that did that i would never have done that I had friends. I did all... her name was lenny jaminak <laughs> oh oh it wasn't jenny laminak not at all okay it was lenny jaminak no, got, no, it. It got it it but i did all my... new orleans i almost got in a fight in new orleans this time or before you've never have this you ever time. been in a fight uh, no, but I'll, I came real close this time. Whether you've never been in a fight in your life and you almost fight someone in New Orleans? I did in the casino. I was pretty, pretty pissed. Yeah. Oh, you almost fought an old lady. Did she have like an oxygen tank? And you were like, no, it I'll was, put a clamp on that hose. <laughs> no, it was a lady behind the kiosk where I was getting dinner. Oh, well, tell lunch. me the story. Let's go. What happened? Well, if you don't. I don't know what's wrong with some of the people in New Orleans. I don't know if any of the deckheads have been. Oh, like you need me, to move but... over. You're like not centered. You got nope wrong. Okay. Like... How about how about <laughs> there right you here. go? You got to center yourself, Jenny. Okay, nope. I'm centered. There you go. Okay. Good job. Good job. So I don't know if y'all been to New Orleans lately, but everybody is really irritable. I mean, they're just irritable everywhere. <laughs> and so I was getting a sandwich by myself. Everybody was gambling, and I walked up to this register, and the lady was behind the counter, and I stood there very nicely and. She was emptying stuff out and cleaning and fixing this and fixing that. And I thought, well, she must be really busy, but I know she sees me because she'd look at me every once in a while. And then there was a register next to me and this guy walks up and she walks over and waits on him. And I said, uh, excuse me, but uh, I was standing here. I thought I was next. She said, you're at the wrong register. That one is closed. I thought, hmm, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to make a scene. Time to start so taking the earrings off. Let's go, bitch. Let's go. I'm about to whoop <laughs> so, that ass. Let's pop so, those nails so, off. So I got behind the man. She waited on him. She took my order. So I went and stood and waited my order. It was just me and him. So his oh, order comes out and he gets sandwich. it. No. And then mine comes out. The lady went way back there. Mine comes out and it's sitting there. And so another man comes up and she waits on him and she looks at my otter and looks at me and looks back at the man. Another one walked up. She waited on him. She looks at me, looks at my otter. What? Four men. Well, by number four, this whole lady was pissed. <laughs> I mean, I was so upset oh hell yeah so and i think the fourth one she was waiting on must have been some of the staff in the casino or something because she's been all nice and everything but she i mean she intentionally would not give me my sandwich so i just walked up to the counter and i said give me i no i said i am tired of your disrespect give me my goddamn lunch <laughs> pardon let's me, go <laughs> And so, man, she she just got it and handed it to me, and I walked off. I was so close to just beating that bitch's ass. Now, how old was she? Well, give me an age range. She was probably 30, 32. Oh, these goddamn so kids, they're so disrespectful. <laughs> they're well, so disrespectful. I mean, come on. I didn't, I mean, come on. I was behind the wrong register. You know, she could have just easily said, ma'am, if you come over here, I'll wait on you over here. That register's closed. But no. Was there a sign, though, me. that you missed, Jenny? Did it say, like, no. next register, please, or this register's closed? No. Well, even if it had been, you wouldn't you say, hey, that, that register's closed. Come over here, and I'll wait on you. I, I'll be honest Wait's with you. Two, it would depend on two things. One, is there a sign up that says this register is closed? And two, what kind of day am I having? I don't know. Maybe uh, I got cut well, off in traffic and the woman looked like you. 
So okay. Gonzaga's number two, North Carolina's number one, and Kentucky's number four. No, B. Hannon so. just corrected you. He said they're number two. Cougars oh, that was today two. then. They moved up. Let's oh, see. good. Uh, well, as of yesterday, we're number three. And Gonzaga was number two. Yeah, U of H is number two. They moved up. I don't know when the rankings yeah. come out, but they are uh, number Cougs. two. Which is awesome because it means absolutely shit all until March. Well, that's true. I mean, it just does, but that's why I I never put stock in any of the rankings in college basketball because it doesn't matter until you get to seedings in the tourney. And even where you're ranked isn't necessarily going to determine what seedings you get. But what it does mean is that they're really good. They're They're really really good good and they're really deep. They've got a great bench. And I mean, they're, they've got a lot of talent. This new kid Walker probably going the first round the NBA draft next year. I mean, and Sasser, they're good. So I, I'll get off the Cougars. Yeah, it's no one cares. Um, oh, there's one some person. dickheads who care. One <laughs> person. Uh, McLovin said, Barry, do you realize how lucky you are that your mom likes sports? Most moms can't fucking stand them. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what's wrong with I, them? I'm the re- she's the reason I'm into sports. Oh my God. My mother was, has been a huge sports fan my entire life. I remember her cursing. That's how I learned how to curse was watching her watch the Oilers. Oh, bullshit. Oh, bullshit. And what's crazy is my mom would make up curse words too. She'd be like this shit ass. It's like, well, you just, you just combine two things that don't even go together. I mean, they, there's a correlation between shit and ass, but you don't usually combine them. Right? Like, yeah, but watching my mother watch the Oilers play, yeah, yeah, oh God, brutal, brutal. Hey, I never um, loved a team like the like the like I did I the Houston Oilers. Well, maybe the Rockets. You went to the, the Love You Blue rally, right? When they went on the road and lost to Pittsburgh, and then Bum came yes. back and he was like, well, "Next year we're gonna kick that son of a bitch down." And you were in That's the right. when he it did was that. awesome. There was fifty five thousand of us with pom-poms and signs and they'd lost and they came in on motorcycles and a bus and people were crazy, crazy yeah. for that team. Yeah. And they lost. And that was the second year they lost. Yeah. Um, so okay. they never knocked that door down. No, they never, they never did. <laughs> apparently, no, they apparently did. They, there was a bolt or something. Apparently, how about uh, Bradshaw? I think that was, he was holding the door. Yeah. Closed, yeah, so. yeah. 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 He was uh, working the door that week. And uh, um, yeah, now yeah. before you go, I, I wanted to ask you this. I talked about it earlier on the show. Um, a a guy that I knew he was he lived in Houston, but he kind of was a celebrity. Jason David Frank passed away, and he was a um, he was a Power Ranger. And I know you don't know what that is, and that's okay. Uh, think of it like it, it, in in terms of like when I was growing up in toys. Think of him as like he was like a live action GI Joe, right? Like he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was, he meant a lot to a lot of people in their childhood and a lot of people are sad and some people have cried and it got me to talking oh. about, it. I don't think I have anything or anybody in my life, like in that regard, like, you know, obviously family and friends, but there's no like celebrity or person that I grew up with. That I think if, if, if they passed that I would cry, um, have you ever cried now? You, you don't say John F. Kennedy. That doesn't count. No, you mean um, like I'm a celebrity? A celebrity or a sports figure. Has there ever been one that when they passed, it, it affected you in such a way that it had you crying? I would, I'm trying to think. No, I, I've had some that made me sad, but I've seen my husband cry when um, really a golfer passed away. Yeah, yeah, Who? yeah. 
can't think of his name right now. Arnold Palmer. Um, um, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Yeah. yeah so Paul. Cried. Yeah. 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 Well, Paul loves. He's a golf. big golf fan. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing golf for all his life, but he cried. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I can't think of anyone where I actually cried, but I've been very sad. Okay. But did you cry when, like, uh, when JFK got got killed? Does that? Oh yeah, I, I was in. I mean, that was horrible. Yeah. But, you know, they, they announced it when I was in school when we were oh, in fifth, fifth period. Oh, and God. it was, it was, you know, it was very, very sad. I mean, we still talk about that. You know, me and my old cronies, we get together. We just had our reunion two weeks ago, another fall reunion. Yeah. And, uh, but that was one of the really sad times back then. And really? when he, yeah, 63, when they came on and said the president has been shot. He was very popular. Very, oh, yeah. Oh, for very, sure. Um, so that was a very that was a very tumultuous time. Martin Luther King, Robert Kennedy, John. I mean, the Cuban Missile Prize. That was just a a really scary time. So Chris Reyes Especially has Jenny seen that commercial. Reyes. What what commercial are you talking about, Reyes? And then Heartthrob said, I can just imagine Jenny's reaction during the Bills Oilers playoff game when Houston blew that lead. Oh, yeah. I still have that reaction. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the biggest collapses in Houston sports history. Um, However, that last pass was it was not a catch. So I'm just oh, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> but uh, it was it was it was devastating. Yeah, oh, I did see University of Houston fall apart like that once, though. Oh yeah, Georgetown or the yeah, North Carolina yeah. game. No, I'm talking about football. Oh, football when they were in the Southwest Conference. Yeah, they. Yeah. So we've had a few collapses, but as far as professional, that's probably the worst one I've ever seen. Well, that's terrible. It happens. Anyway. It's Houston sports. We're always uh, so close. Thank God we have the Astros, right? Right. I mean, golly. Exactly. <sighs> All right. Well, Jenny, I will see you Thursday. Uh, yes. Are you sure I don't need to bring anything? No, I'm going to make dinner for my son. I love it. We're, we're going to do good. it. That's going to be love. our Thanksgiving. You, hey, me, dickheads. Have a one. Well, I think your sister's coming too. She wants uh, to I'm see out. You, Never so. mind then. I'm not coming. Uh, <laughs> and Dad, you guys all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Ah, love you, Mom. I'll see you Thursday, love ladies you. and gentlemen. Okay. That is Jenny, his mom. Uh, joins me every single Monday right here on Barry on Deck. My legit favorite uh, part of the show. Uh, always fun. Always like to uh, to talk with her about life and what goes on. And I know you guys like to ask her questions, so. Uh, and she loves y'all so much. So, um, yeah, it's a fun time had by all. Okay, so it is 3.45. We go until 5 o'clock. Let's, let's do this. Um, look at that. Ha- Happy Thanksgiving, Jenny. Um, where to go? Uh, yep, Donna, truck driver Pookie. Uh, Barry, you were bringing something anyways. No, I'm not. I'm, bringing, I'm not bringing anything. I'm not, I'm not bringing anything. Uh, what I should do is bake some weed brownies and not tell her and then get her high as fuck. Uh, yeah, Dre said bring the drinks. That's true. I guess I could do that. Speaking of, uh, let's do this. We got to get all in, all up in the NFL's uh, kitchen. We got to talk all about all of the week 11 NFL action plus, plus the college football action. Tennessee shit the bed. <laughs> let's talk about it. We did all those scenarios last week about what could happen. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about week 11. Let's get into it. But before we do, I got to pee really, really bad. And I've always said I'll do a lot of things on this show. Piss my pants or poop my pants. Not one of them. So 
Uh, we are going to take a very, very, very quick break. I don't even need to get a refill. I'm still good. I can just grab a, a can and fill that up if I need to. I'm definitely not going to finish my sandwich. But let's take a quick break. Let me pee. I'll come back, and we'll ride out the show until 5 o'clock. Okay? Deal? Don't you go anywhere. we got a lot to discuss. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around, ho! two-ish of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, well, you can go have sex with yourself. I don't know why you'd leave. We had such a good time planned uh, for the rest of the show. Somebody said podcast Jenny Stone. Uh, no, she would be so angry with me. She would be so, so angry with me. And I never did it, and I meant to, but thank you to Football Wife 32 and Helvy28 for the follows. My bad. Sorry to both of you for not saying thank you sooner for the follows. I don't even know if you're here anymore. Uh, I screwed that up, but I appreciate it. Um, Chris Reyes said he's in charge of paper plates and ice. That's probably for the best, Chris. Uh, I feel like your kitchen is like super dirty. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just feel like Reyes has a dirty kitchen. Not like, you know, roaches, but just like, you know, clean. I don't know. That's just, just a feeling I got. Um... <laughs> Stephen Luther said, I always think Barry is pretty great until Jenny comes on. Then I'm like, nah, he's all right. Jenny is great. Let's go. If you said that to me about anyone other than my mom, I would be so angry. But you know what? I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree with you. Uh, hey, football wife. Football wife said, I'm still here. You're welcome. Hey, appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, all right, so let's do this. Let's talk NFL week 11. It's time. I still don't have any background music. I got to get better at this. I, I should have some background music. I mean, I, 
I went out and like tabbed a bunch of them, but I don't know how to get it like to where I can just pull up like YouTube and play or, or uh, stream beats or something like that. So um, you'll just have to deal with me talking about it and we'll look at it. So let's do that. Let's uh, let's start with. So we got Texans out of the way. We don't have to talk about the Texans. Um, that's been covered. But uh, let's get to the rest. So uh, Bears and Falcons. I don't know how the Falcons keep doing this, but somehow the Falcons keep on winning. And this is amazing to me. Aaron J. Bryan, I wish he was here so he could explain to me this. I don't watch a lot of Falcons football. I don't watch a lot of Bears football. And I tell you what, you try to get an idea of what goes on in a game from the box scores, but these are two teams that I feel like should probably have the same record, right? Like the Falcons should also be three and eight hey what's up ajb will tell me man what is up with these falcons how are they doing this <laughs> uh mark g said i mean it was the bears and that's coming from a bears fan folks i think uh, that's all you need to know uh but is it justin fields the second coming i mean i was told that i was wrong about him this whole time that he is uh, the second coming. I mean, he, now he did have he did have a thirty three point six QBR, which is that good? Spoiler alert: that's not good. Um, yeah, Amos said they can run the ball and they're okay on defense. I mean, I guess one hundred fifty three yards passing, uh, one hundred sixty yards rushing isn't great. But you're right. They can run the ball. 149 yards rushing. Mariota had 25 of that. Patterson with 52. By the way, that maybe is the difference in the game. Was well, didn't Corderell Patterson like break a record now? Nine return uh, kickoffs for a touchdown or something like that. Nine touchdown returns. Was it punt return? No, it wasn't a punt return. It was a kickoff return. But yeah, he had uh, he broke a record. And boy, they mentioned it on the Sports Center. We talk about a career resurgence. Cordero Patterson still doing it. Mark said Fields is hurt. The wear and tear of him putting this team on his shoulders is showing. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 Not going to allow that, Mark. I'm sorry. We're not going to allow you to make excuses for a running quarterback. There's plenty of quarterbacks that are running quarterbacks. They get banged up and beat up week in and week out. Get tackled. Get hurt. Nope. Can't use that as an excuse because, because we've all said We've all said that's not fair. These these guys are tougher now. It's it's not a thing, right? Can't have it both ways, Mark. Either Fields is good or he's not. You don't get to use excuses. Did he come out of the game? Did they have to replace him? No. I won't allow it. I mean, it's probably true, but still, I just I'm trying to I'm trying to hang on to my disdain for Justin Fields as a quarterback. And it's very difficult because he's playing very well. Uh, Alex said Bears just keep feeding Montgomery fantasy points. No, he should come out of the game. Well, okay. I just I look. I when he started playing really well, I was like, damn it, this is gonna be another thing I get wrong. So I'm kind of rooting for him to be bad, just so I can be right. Even though I know that's probably not fair to root for guys to be bad. At the end of the day, though, um, the Bears are three and eight. Um. Falcons, I don't know what they're doing. I, I really don't know. I mean, these are two teams that it's like, okay, I guess if you're stuck rooting for them, you have to, but yeah, 
I think the big highlight was the quarter out pass. It looked like he was left shoulders uh, what got injured. Oh. Fields isn't a runner QB. He's just fast when he does and hard to bring down. Uh, well, he's certainly not a pocket passer. He's certainly not a, um, I mean, like, you couldn't convince me of that, Amos, if you wanted to. I mean, look, he, okay, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'll yield to the senator from New Orleans. Maybe you are correct, sir. It doesn't mean he's good. It just means he's a passer, but not a good one. If, if, if I'll allow it. Uh, AJB said Fields is really good. Don't sleep on him. Hmm. Is he? Is he? I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't. Patterson should be getting 25 touches a game. Yeah. Uh, Posh said he looks like Vic Light out there. Uh, I'll tell you that I disagree with that. I would say uh, if you're going to compare somebody to Michael Vick, it's definitely it's definitely Lamar Jackson. Throwing motion, the ball itself, ball flight, spiral, arm strength, all of that reminds me. I said it a long time ago. I remember I got in trouble on Twitter with one of my buddies who's black. He was like, that's racist. I'm like, that's not racist. It's what it looks like. It's just what it is. If you're going to compare anyone to Mike Vick, it's got to be Lamar Jackson and definitely not Justin Fields. Just don't see it. I don't know. Maybe I need to sit down and watch more game film of Fields. Maybe he has changed. I just don't watch enough. Uh, Bills and Browns. CC! Thank you for the 35 bits, sweetie. Much appreciated. That's why I said Vic Light. He is the watered-down version. Oh, no. I think Fields is a lot of upside, just needs the right coach and system. Okay. Stop. Lamar Jackson isn't half the passer that Mike Vick was. He can run like him. That's it. Are you going to make me pull up video? Again, I'm talking about the optics of how they throw the football, what the football flight looks like, what the spiral looks like. Dude, and I'm not the only one to make this comparison, by the way. I, I made it on my own just with my own eye test. Fact of the matter is, they do look very, very similar in throwing motion and result. Uh, Dre! Thank you for the 15 bits, buddy. Uh, in fact, let's see. There's got to be a video out there that compares Lamar Jackson to, uh, to Mike Vick. I guarantee you there is. Mike Vick, Lamar Jackson comparison video. Well, here's one. Lamar Jackson is the NFL's new Mike Vick. That was in the 2021. Seven similarities between Lamar Jackson. So for similarities. What is this? This is very interesting. I, I don't know that you guys are going to be able to hear this. Uh, but he said this is actually this is actually Mike Vick comparing Mike Vick to Lamar Jackson. So I didn't even know this video existed. How is this not a thing? I need to turn the subtitles on. Oh, unavailable. So he said that. So basically, he said, I'm going to I'm going to uh, talk about these as they pop into my head. So let's do it. Um, here we go. Arm strength. There's a difference. He's talking about touch on the passes. 
All right. Difference in height. Okay. Uh, five. Let's see. Uh, difference offenses. So systems. Okay. Let's see. Four similarity in ability. Uh, let's see. Three vision as a runner. Eh. Uh, he said, like, when we get in the oil field, we could do anything. Two critics. Okay. Yep. One swag. All right. Well, that wasn't exactly what I looked for. Uh, I don't think Lamar has Vic's arm strength or accuracy. Okay. Well, I guess Michael Vic would dis- disagree with you on at least one of those. Somebody said Lamar Jackson's a better version of Mike Vic. Uh, comparing Lamar Jackson to Mike Vic. Offensive keys. I just want to see, like, throwing motion. That's all I'm talking about. What the ball looks like coming out of their hands. That's what I'm talking about. I guess I'm going to have to put it together myself. <sighs> Seven similarities, differences. Mike Vick says he's more explosive than Lamar Jackson. X's and O's. Who's faster? Damn it. Oh, well. I stand by what I said. I said what I said, and I stand by it. CC said, uh, fireball, that's not a thing. That's not a. Vic could chunk it 70 plus yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, he had, a, he had great arm strength, but. All right. Um, I can just tell. I'm going to have to find the video. Uh, hold on. Lamar Jackson throwing comparison. Okay, well, there's no video. I guess I'll have to make it. Whatever. All right. Lamar is more accurate. Vic is stronger. All right. Possibly. Vic had a cannon. Y'all are sleeping on on uh, uh, um, Lamar Jackson. I, you know what would be interesting? Let's see. Uh, QB arm strength rankings 2022. I wonder. I wonder. I've never looked this up. Let's look it up. Let's see who they say. NFL quarterback council 2022 ranking the top 10 QBs in arm strength. Hmm. I want the whole thing. Uh, NFL, that's QB index. The ringers, QB rankings. I want arm strength. QB rankings, the best and worst starting QBs. Okay. Well, that's not arm strength, but let's see. What is this? Uh, here is arm strength. Josh Allen, one. Patrick Mahomes, two. Justin Herbert, three. Aaron Rodgers, four. Matthew Stafford, five. I think they're wrong on that. I think Matthew needs to be moved up. Russell Wilson, six. Kyler Murray, seven. Derek Carr, eight. Dak Prescott, nine. Deshaun Watson, ten. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I think Stafford's got to be up like probably top three-ish. You know, that just that's just me. Uh, but Stafford's got an absolute gun. But whatever. All right. So yeah, Josh Allen number one on that. Uh accuracy, touch. Let's see. Accuracy. Uh, your boy didn't make accuracy either. Damn it. No Lamar Jackson in the top ten there. Let's see. Um what are the rest of these? Let's go touch. We'll open that in a new tab. Mechanics, new tab, field vision. Decision-making, 
in the pocket, scrambling, rushing, second reaction. This is touch. Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Burrow, Wilson, Stafford, Cousins, Herbert. Okay. This is mechanics. All right. There you go. There's your top 10. Brady, Rodgers, Burrow, Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, top five. Field vision. He doesn't make that either. Man, Lamar Jackson makes none of these. All he does is win, 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 no matter what. Decision-making with the football. I wonder why I don't see Davis Mills on any of these. That's super odd. Uh, pocket presence. Oh, suck it, hoes. Lamar Jackson, number 10, finally. He finally makes a, a top 10 list. Scrambling. Okay. That's not fair. Uh, where was Justin Fields on here? Oh. He's seven. Did Justin Fields make any of these other ones? Uh, no. Justin Herbert did. But I don't see Justin Fields on any of these. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um, designed runnability, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Fields. Oh, wait. Where was Trey Lance? There he is. Seven on one, too. Second reaction. I don't even know what that is. Second reaction ability. Sidearm, sidecar, side chick, deck number one. Shut up. Watson's arm strength would be better if he did it himself instead of using freelance. Oh, God. I can't believe I almost read all of that out loud, Celio. Not your best effort. All the former baseball players are ranked the highest in arm strength. Go figure, right? Go figure. Uh, All right, back to the sketch. Let's get back into it. Here we go. Bills, Browns. Kind of surprised the Browns scored 23. Um, That's a bit of a shock, but you know what? On the road, it played in Detroit, not the home crowd. It's whatevs. Colts, Eagles. Oh, the magic of Jeff Saturday is already gone. Um, Jalen Hurts, though, with a big-time run at the end, called his own number. Um, Eagles make a kind of not improbable comeback, but they definitely had to work for it, right? Um, they were down what 13 to three going into the fourth quarter, end up winning 17, 16. And a lot of people talked about defining moments for quarterbacks. And yeah, I think, do I think this is the, the de facto defining moment for Jalen hurts? I don't know. I think we'll find out, but I think that it was, uh, it's a big, it's big for them and for him and for that team, because coming off of the loss and how bad they looked and, Um, you know, they hold the Colts to under a hundred yards rushing. So they kind of, they had to respond to some critics in that way. But Jalen Hurst has had a big game through the air, 190 yards, 86 on the ground, a couple of touchdowns. Um, it's what they needed, right? And Jeff Saturday has got the Colts playing better. I'll admit that. I will admit that, uh, they hung in there with an Eagles team that really looked out of it until the fourth quarter. So good for them. Um, all right, hold on. Let me close all these tabs. Don't need all these stupid tabs open anymore. Close, 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 close. All right, rest of them. Let's see here. Patriots Jets in an absolute dog shit of a game, right? I mean, I think they said that they had like combined like 20 or 30 yards in the first half. Just absolutely awful. Going into the fourth quarter, it's three to three. Nothing happens. You get down to 20 seconds left in the game 20 seconds i'm watching it i'm watching this and the jets don't do shit because zach wilson and uh and well and belichick's defense but 
And they're like, well, it's 20 seconds left. We'll just punt it away, take our chances in overtime. <laughs> and then the Jets turned back into the Jets. I mean, you can see come, uh, Zach Wilson had 77 yards passing. Mac Jones had 246. Neither one of them could get anything going offensively, though. Two field goals. He had 99 yards rushing by uh, New England. Jets had 59 yards rushing. But uh, what's the kid's name that ran it back? Jones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Marcus Jones. There you go. Rookie. Marcus Jones gets the punt. Uh, 20 seconds left. Returns it to the house. Jets lose. Patriots win. And you're just like, wow. Is this going to be how... Is did. Is this midnight as Cinderella and the Jets? Are they going to turn back into a pumpkin now? Because that's a shitty way to win a football or to lose a football game in the NFL. Robert Sala just looked like, I can't, I can't even, I can't even what, what I can't. How do you lose like that? I wonder if they fire their special teams coach. That'd be hilarious if they did 16 punts in the game. Holy Jesus. So many punts. Was it really 16? Oh, yeah, look at that. 17 get punts in the game. 10 from the Jets, 7 from the Patriots. So you got two either really good, but they said it was, like, really windy too, right? Didn't they say it was super windy in the game also? Uh, I could have sworn they did. Over-under was 38. (laughs) They managed 13. And the 7 of that came in the last 20 seconds. Could you imagine being there? sitting through this raggedy-ass football game. Now now both of those teams know what it's like to be a Texans fan. Dre said, U of H kid, Marcus Jones. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, Pats have beat Jets like 14 times in a row. Yeah, I did see that, Dubs. They were like, finally, you know, like it looks like New York might get the monkey off their back. Nope. I, I feel bad for the Jets. I do. I'm like, I was excited for them. They looked like they were turning a corner. It looked like Robert Sala had these guys believing in themselves and, and winning in spite of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's another one of those quarterbacks that I just go, you don't need to keep trying. Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Uh, 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 what's the other cat? Um, I don't forget his name now. Let's move on. It's over. I don't, know. I don't know that they have a choice, but <clears throat> he's bad. He's bad. Uh, let's keep going here. Week 11. Who else we got? What else we got? Some of these games I did watch. Some of them I didn't. Look at the Saints. Look at the Saints getting off. 27 to 20. Saints get a dub. Andy Dalton still holds his starting job at least for another week. Goes 21 to 25 for 260 yards, three touchdowns. He knew the writing was on the wall. They wanted to go back to Jameis Winston. But one of the things, and I don't know, maybe Saints fans can tell me this, but one of the things is how do you know how healthy really um, the uh, <laughs> Vince Not Diesel's on Suicide Watch? Yeah. Poor Jets fans. But what's the health of Jameis Winston? Because th- how do you not move away from Andy Dalton when you're three and seven? And has looked and have looked as bad as they have sometimes. I mean, at least the defense keeps stepping up every once in a while. But man, 
Rams and Stafford just look bad. Is it, I mean, you talk about a fall from grace. At least, at least Cincy is starting to turn it around. At least Cincy's figuring it out. The other half of the Super Bowl from last year, Cincy looks like they're getting their shit together. The Rams are just atrocious. All that money, all that talent, that's bad. Oh, snap, what? PSA, HEB has 12 packs of Diet Coke, four for $13. That's pretty damn cheap. Too bad Nora went to Sam's yesterday and bought two 35 packs. I go stock up. That's a damn good deal. Thank you for the heads up, Jared Taylor. Uh, all right, let's keep rolling. So Saints win. Oops, there we go. Uh, there you go. Uh, Lions beat the Giants 31-18. to I didn't watch this game. I wish I could have watched this game. I want to know what the frick is going on with the Detroit Lions. How is this possible? What are they doing? How? 160 yards on the ground. Golf goes a pedestrian 165. But like in NFL terms now, 165 isn't terrible. I mean, just not terrible. But it's not great. I mean, I don't know. Daniel Jones throws for 341 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, runs for a touchdown. Yeah, beat Hannah. The Lions have won three straight. Look at this. Look at this. What's up? Show me your TDs. I'm going to need LA to shut Stafford down. We need that draft pick to improve. Bro, they need to do something. I mean, like, if you're LA, you got to, and and too bad the trade deadline's passed, but you got, they are in the worst position. So here's your Lions sketch, right? Drop one to Philly, Minnesota, Seattle, New England, Dallas, Miami. That's a... That's a pretty damn good schedule, save for Seattle. Well, actually, even Seattle's been playing really well. I mean, worst team on this schedule of losses, their worst loss might be to New England. But they beat Washington. They beat a bad Green Bay team. They beat a bad Chicago team. And they beat a pretty damn good New York Giants team. So they have two good wins-ish and two... Eh, wins but it's the lions and that's what's crazy is uh, i mean the fact that they've won three in a row against anybody now it looks like that's going to come to an end next week in buffalo or against buffalo i should say uh thursday not next week but then they get jacksonville they play minnesota again they'll probably lose that they got the jets uh i mean look let's be real the lions actually might go let's see oh and one one and one i think they'll lose to minnesota uh, one and two, I think they could beat the Jets just because of how bad Zach Wilson's playing. And that this might have broken the Jets for the rest of the year this last weekend. So we'll go 0-1, oh 1-1, and 1-2, one, 2-2, one and one, one and 3-2. Two, two and two, and two. I'll give them the win over Chicago at home, 4-2. and two. Hell, they might even beat Green Bay. They go 5-2 and two down the stretch. Oh, my God. Lions, Lions might finish 9-8. and eight. What? It's insane. Good for them. Good for Dan Campbell. Get the curse of the, uh, what's it called? What's that thing on HBO? Hard Knocks. Get that Get that Hard Knocks curse off. It seems like every Hard Knocks team, everyone expects them to be good, and then they're just awful. 
Uh, our new toy might come out Thanksgiving game. Okay, okay. Uh, LA can have Mills shut down complete. Yeah, that's true. Schefter just tweeted out that Salah is not committing Zach Wilson versus Bears. And and he shouldn't. I, I hope you're listening, Lovey Smith. At some point, you just know this ain't the guy. At some point, you just know there's shit. Who's the backup in New York? Who's the Jets' backup? Let's, let's go find that out. Isn't it Flacco? Why would you not go with Flacco the whole time? Let's go. Jets. Depth chart. Oh, Mike White. Yeah. I mean, what's up, Charles? What's up, baby boy? Uh, Charles G in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, you got Mike White as the second string and Joe Flacco as the third string. Shane Falco. Uh, why do they have White as this? Is that true? I thought Flacco was. Is it really Mike White? Has he has he played at all this year? Let's see. Uh, game log. This year. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I guess so. That's right. He's got a dub on his res. Look at him. Let's go, Mike White. But didn't we get that big Flacco miracle game this year, too? I guess they don't believe in Joe Flacco anymore. How is Flacco third? Yeah, that's what I'm asking, Heartthrob. Let's check the game log here. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Flacco, two and one. Or, sorry, one and two. Shit. Jets fans are done with Milfson. I would agree. They want White. Okay. Zach Wilson postgame comments might have got him benched. Oh, what'd he say? I do know that uh, one of the Jets receivers was like, man, we got to be better than this. He's like, did you see how bad our offense was? We got to be better than that. So, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to lose the locker room if you're Salah. You got a good thing going. You got tons of momentum in there. If you think White and Flacco are better options, I think you definitely have to bench Zach Wilson. I mean, it's okay to say that you swung and missed. It's okay. Texans committed to a year of mills. Um, Flacco win helped Texans. Oh, it sure did. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, that's facts. Uh, hold on. I mean, oh, I got to kill the pod bean. Thank you guys, everybody listening on pod bean. Uh, much love. Shout out. Free up those resources. There we go. All right. Back to it. Um, let me get the menu back up here. There we go. All right. So it wouldn't surprise me if you're done. Wind it up. You're done. He should be done. Are the Jets, Giants, Vikings, and Ravens in trouble? That's silly talk. This clickbait bullshit, really? Is that what we're doing? This clickbait bullshit? The Vikings are not in trouble. The Giants are not in trouble. The, the, the fact that you would ask if the Vikings are in trouble is asinine to me. Have you been paying attention? Jesus. The Vikings might lose out and still make the damn playoffs. Playoffs? Look, let's just go real quick to the standings. Playoff standings. Right here. The Vikings are literally sitting in second place in the NFC. And you got ESPN's dumbass out here writing headlines like, are the Vikings in trouble? I mean, are the Vikings going to win a Super Bowl? No, they're not. 
But is it there and ask if the number two team in the NFC is in trouble when they've got a two-game lead on the third-place team is just fucking stupid. ESPN should be ashamed of itself. And yes, exactly. The Cowboys' defense is for real. They're probably the second-best defense in football. Maybe the first. So, yeah, the Vikings shit the bed one game. It happens. They also beat the Bills. Were you asking if we're going to crown them the Super Bowl champs last week, ESPN? That's just stupid. Uh, The Vikings Super Bowl champions? They beat the Bills. Stop it. Stop. Shit. Clickbait and ass websites. I hate it. Uh, Yeah, I love it. Sadly, I tried to show that. I tried to show her... Uh, like to my wife, show me your TVs. I was like, babe, look at this. I love this. And she was like, that's not okay. Poor thing. I'm like, I, I'm not saying it's like, I'm not glorifying. But I mean, like some of the things she does, I kind of wish, I kind of wish that it was like a, she had merch, right? Like I really want a fuck you Hunter shirt or like a, a year done. Year done. I, I just, I really need a year done shirt. Or a wind-it-up shirt. Big old titties. I, yeah, you can't wear that one in public. Although, I, I totally would. They got you to click on it. Mission accomplished. No, I didn't click on it because I don't have ESPN+. Plus. Ha-ha! Suck it, Amos! They did get me to talk about it for a while. But I didn't click on it. Uh, don't ever read any ESPN articles. Yeah, they're just bullshit 90% of the time. Kareem Jean said Jags, Raiders, Broncos, Browns, Steelers, Texas, Packers, Saints, Rams, Panthers, Bears, all less than 5% to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, uh, this used to have the, I thought it had the percentages. <sighs> nope. Um, and I think the strength of schedule. Oh, look, let's see. Let's. Oh, that's interesting. I want to see something here. I don't know this. I'm not looking. I'm looking. You're looking live, folks. Um, I don't know what that means. What is strength of victory? I need to know what these mean. So strength of schedule, that's uh, like, I guess what they're, okay. Yeah, so the higher the number, the better, right? Show me your TD, 17% to make the playoffs. Lions not a part of that 5%. Let's go. Uh, Don't you use a website? Isn't it um, playoff percentage or something like that.com? Yeah, you can't post links, unfortunately, Kareem. Uh, It won't show them. But then like playoffpercent.com or something like that. Playoffchances.com. Um so real quick. Oh shit, where'd it go? I, oh, I lost my window here. Spoom, there you go. Apparently, this Viking strength of schedule is not as bad as everyone's making it out to be. How come we're not saying the same shit about the Eagles? Unless I'm reading this backwards. The Eagles have a tougher strength of schedule than Minnesota, or is that remaining? Let's see. Let's look. You know what? Uh, is it 538? 
Playoffstatus.com. Okay, but there's I'll go check that out in a second. Let me see here. Show prep. Other sites. It's the one with the little pencil thing. Where's that at? I used to go to 538. They had a bunch of stuff. But there's also uh is it fangraphs? Oh, fangraphs, that's football. I mean baseball. Where's the Damn it, I used to have this, a really good website that had like, um, what's it called? Uh, like a, all of the, like you could see remaining strength of schedule, ex, uh, previous strength of schedules, like what they've played versus what they have remaining. I thought it was on, it wasn't 538. Where was it? Dag nabbit rascal flack and hassle rascal flack em. Um, I can't find it. Shit. Oh, well. Pro football talk. Big leads. That's not it. Huff post over the caps. Not it. I don't know what happened to it. Nope. Not home snacks either. Home snacks is a good website though. Anyways, I believe if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Eagles still have uh, two with the giants and one with the Cowboys. Celio said, Eagles less than 1% chance to miss the playoffs. Nice. Very nice. Um, so, it looks like that Minnesota's strength of schedule is at 529. Their strength of victory is at 464. Still better. Both of those numbers still better than the Eagles. Still better than the Seahawks. Not as good strength of victory as Tampa. Um, or Dallas. But more than most. So, again, I mean, the Vikings get a lot of hate. But, and, and I tell you what, teams like Detroit coming back and winning are helping too. Uh, they beat Miami. That's a good dub. They beat Washington. That's a good dub. And they beat Buffalo. It's a good dub. They've had really two stinker games against two teams in the NFC East who were both really good teams. No offense to you at all. Oh, no offense to you at all. Pierce didn't do shit either. Oh. Um, all right. Let's get back to the sketch. I mean, the uh, yeah, this week's games. We're almost done. What time is it? 4.30? Yeah, we still got to get. Let's get through these games. We'll take a look at that, and then we'll talk some college football because I do want to talk about what are we going to see? What's going to happen? All right, so Lions and Giants, we got uh, Ravens beat the Panthers. A lot of low-scoring affairs, it felt like, again. And as it gets colder, that's going to happen more. Defense becomes a premium in cold-weather games. Um, But, yeah, Raiders beat the Broncos. And Broncos probably, um, well, they have, as I showed you in the headlines, moved on from Melvin Gordon. Broncos are just a mess, man. Russ, uh, Jeff Bell said Russ looks scared. I don't watch enough Broncos games. I just know that the Broncos, they can make a football game so ugly and so boring. It's just not a good football team. Russ was 24 of 31, 247 yards, a 29.7 QBR. I wish someone would do a comparison of passing stats from this year to years past because there is something going on in the NFL. I don't know what it is. I mean, I've told you guys my theory a thousand times. 
I think that defenses are so geared up to stop the pass that teams have realized that and they're trying to focus more on the run. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it is something's weird. Something's up for sure. Denver ran for 94 yards, though. Jacobs by himself. No one else got a carry in that game for the Raiders. Nobody. Imagine losing to Josh McDaniels. No shit. Show me your TDs. Well, and they blamed Melvin Gordon. They cut him because he fumbled, like, apparently on the two-yard line. And it ended up costing them four points. I mean, they still don't win the game even if they get that touchdown. But, you know, maybe they want to blame momentum or some shit. I don't know. And it was right before they went into half, too. That little three that you see hung up right there, that should have been seven. So I guess you're coming out of half at 14 to seven, and that makes you feel better? May Oh, that's what it was. They said that they shouldn't have gone to overtime. So, yeah. They blamed Melvin Gordon and cut him. I mean, if you're going to do that, then you might as well blame Russell Wilson and cut him, but they can't. Four years left. And you're just wasting a really good defense overall. And Denver's got a still has a really good defense. And he's wasting it. Their offense is atrocious. And that's what makes for a really boring game. That's why Denver's games look so bad, right? It's because their defense is doing a hell of a job. Holding teams to, you know, low point totals. But then when your offense matches that and you still lose, it's just shitty games. That's the that's a good recipe. It reminds me like an MMA when you put two wrestlers together. Dude, all wrestlers want to do is just control the ground. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They just want to control the ground, not be aggressive, not, you know, not bang, not knockouts. They just they just want to, what we used to call in the biz, wrestle fuck you. They just lay on you for five rounds, three rounds, whatever. That's That makes for a boring fight. And that's kind of what the Broncos are at this point. Except they're not winning. They're not winning these matchups. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's get to it. Cowboys, Vikings, let's discuss. I got called out from a hot take on the Vikings. I took Vikings in the points. Uh, I said the Vikings were good and they looked bad. There's no doubt about it. The Vikings looked bad. This thing was over by the first half. It was done. It was 23 to 3 at half. And there was no coming back from that. They just, the, the, the defense was dominant. I mean, that front four that Dallas is running out there is scary. But the Vikings offensive line isn't great either. I mean, you can watch some of these teams like the Texans and just go, yeah, Davis Mills sucks, but God bless. Give him some time. Well, I mean, the Vikings O-line just looked absolutely outmatched. Yesterday, outclassed in every way. It wasn't close. And no, Cousins wasn't benched. It was just like, well, before it was over in the fourth. So they just threw in the towel, started running out second stringers. But man, the Vikings got out coached. They got outplayed. They got outclassed in every facet of the game, bar none. I mean, look at this. Just look at this team stats. Look, you, look at it. 458 yards on offense. Uh, Prescott could do no wrong. Tony Pollard, ridiculous. I kind of, I mean, I don't know. You tell me, Cowboy fan, but I'm like, why y'all even fucking around with Ezekiel Elliott anymore? Huh? Why? What's up, Trey? Trey on deck, we're right about Geno Smith. 
Nigga, kiss my ass. Tino Smith is slowly coming back down to earth, fam. You you might wanna you might wanna suppress some of that some of that positivity a little bit. Cause I kind of have a feeling Geno Smith. We'll see. We'll see. We'll take a look. We'll we'll pull up his uh his his game log here in just a second. Um what is that? The inches stat? I don't know what that means. Uh but yeah, I agree with you, Alan Denson. I mean, Dallas just, I mean. Every facet of the game. Tony Pollard had 80 yards rushing. Tony Pollard had 109 yards receiving. Ezekiel Elliott had two rushing touchdowns. Tony Pollard had two receiving touchdowns. Now, that was all, you know, and then the rest of the passing game was okay. But when you have 150 yards, 151 yards rushing, and one of your running backs is putting up 100 yards receiving, it's just ugly. And I'm telling you right now, that 68-yard touchdown pass was beautiful i mean it was like it was video game-esque it was just that whole game i mean the cowboys just looked indestructible and the cowboys i think put put some fear in in some folks and look like hey yeah we're seven and three but now we're full strength right at least offensively although i think there's still some holes in the line if i'm not mistaken that they need to get back Wow. Is that true, Kareem? The Jets average 2.77 inches per play. Jesus, that is that is so bad. That is so bad. Wow. I thought the Vikings out here looking like Oklahoma State did Saturday night. Or Tennessee, shit. Uh, just like their fans. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, the Vikings didn't look good in, in at all. And um, I still don't think you count this team out. I think Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, I, I think they have too much talent, too many weapons. Still, Thielen's still a viable. You just got beaten by a much better football team at the moment, right? I mean, the Cowboys have shown struggles at times. I remember early in the year when it was like, oh shit. Did we did we hype these boys up too soon? And now it's like, oh shit, can anyone beat the Cowboys if they're playing this well on both sides of the football? Well no. Vikings look bad though. They have to get their shit together. Kirk Cousins was running for his absolute what did they have like seven sacks? Yeah, seven, seven, no, that's penalties. I thought the Vikings had like seven sacks. There you go. Seven sacks. Seven. I mean, the Cowboys. The Vikings were sacked seven times. Cowboys had seven sacks. That is insanely bad. Insanely bad. So, 3.4 yards per play. Boy, good luck. Good luck, rest of the league. If the Cowboys are going to be that dominant on both sides of the football. All right, what else we got? Um, whoops, too far, too far. Let's go to the last couple of games. Bengals Steelers. I really didn't watch it. Um, this just breaks my heart about Mike Tomlin just getting getting abused like this around the league. Um, they said though that Joe Burrow and company had a bunch of big plays, <coughs> which. That's kind of what they've been known for in the past. So, I mean, yeah, Higgins had 148 yards receiving. 
He had a long of 33, 32. Yeah, I'd say those are good chunk plays. Um, and you had a bunch of different receivers involved in there. So um, I'm still not uh, – I don't know how the Bengals are 6-4, and four, if I'm being honest. Am I the only one that feels like the Bengals – they might be 6-4, and four, but – Everything I've watched, save for the last two, maybe three games, says they should be four and six. I mean, but they're turning it around. What does they, what do they look like uh, down this latest stretch here? Yeah, so they lose two in a row, one to a bad Pittsburgh team. Then they lose to Dallas. They beat a good Jets team. They beat a good Miami team. They lose to Baltimore. So they're just kind of winning two and losing one. All right, so we should expect them to lose to Tennessee next week if we, if I'm picking up what they're putting down here. Yeah, Kareem said the Bengals and the Rams are trashy. But, I mean, you look at the Bengals and you're like, well, wait a minute now. Two of those wins, the last two wins, eh. Carolina-Pittsburgh, ain't nobody impressed by that. You lost to Cleveland, you shouldn't have done that. A win over Atlanta at this point, it's not terrible. Because Atlanta's a lot better than we give them credit for. I mean, it went over New Orleans is no big deal. You you dropped a very close one to Baltimore. But a win over Miami is really good. A win over the Jets is good. So, I don't know. Maybe the Bengals are figuring it out. Yeah, that is crazy. 57% chance to make the playoffs. They don't feel like that, though. I feel like the Bengals probably get bounced uh, first round if they do make the playoffs. It just doesn't feel like they're good. And the Steelers are just, man, it's a rebuild. What you gonna do? <clears throat> still love me, Mike Tomlin, though. I still do. All right, and then last night, what a game that was. Chargers come out and score on like f- what five of their first six possessions or some shit like that. So it's 20 to 13 at half, and I'm like, I'm tired. I think I'm just gonna call it a night. Chargers are probably gonna win this game. And then I wake up and I'm like, what in the shit? And yeah, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes happened. Mahomes with 329 yards passing in a, in a, in an air, in a, in a year where passing is way, way down. And it wasn't like they were playing from way behind either. This is just what they do. I mean, they're the number one offense in football for a reason to begin with. But Mahomes plays a, a damn near flawless game. Um, no interceptions, right? Runs for 23 yards. It was a good football game, though. It was a really good football game. The Chargers, 5-5, five and five, should be better. But now the Chargers are probably out of the playoffs. I don't know what their uh, percentage is. Kareem can probably tell us. But Chargers will have to go 5-2 and two to make a wild card. Yeah. It, well, they're definitely not winning that division. And five and two down the stretch, B. Hannon. Let's see. Let's see what their uh, what their remaining schedule looks like. <laughs> five and two down the stretch. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six. So they've got Arizona, Vegas, Miami, Tennessee, Indy, the Rams, and Denver. I mean, look, it could be worse. Arizona ain't all that, and neither is Vegas, so they're lucky they get those two divisional games. Miami's the toughest game they have left. Miami and then Tennessee, uh, and both of those are going to be at home, so they're lucky. 
They got to go on the road in Arizona and on the road in Vegas. But the way they're playing is not great. They could definitely lose in Arizona. I think they still beat Vegas. But yeah, you've got to beat. I mean, if you've got to go five and two down the stretch to make the playoffs, which probably so to make a wild card. Um, let's figure it out. So, do do we think they beat Arizona on the road? Probably. Is LA really a home game? It's not. It's not, and that's sad. They should just go back to San Diego. Uh so I, I feel like they definitely lose to Miami and Tennessee. Colts is going to be a tough game because the Colts game is going to be like the Arizona game, right? You should, I could certainly see them losing both. I could certainly see them winning both. So let's say they split those two. We know they're going to probably go 0-2 against Miami and Tennessee. They'll split Arizona and Indy. That's 1-3. and three. And if B. Hannon is right, they're out then. They can't lose three games. Uh, which means, you know, yeah, they beat uh, Las Vegas and the Rams in Denver. And it's weird to say they beat the Rams because the Rams are so bad. There might not be anybody at that game either. The two L.A. teams playing each other. I love that they they have a home and road designation for that. Two L.A. teams playing each other, and there won't be anybody in the building. Uh, and that's your Sunday night game too. And then they got Denver. Oh, excuse me. Wow. What uh, Dre said, what are the percentages for playoff teams from the previous year to make it the following year? Like 30% chance. Is it really? I guess because strength of schedule and everything else. Yeah, I could see that. AFC West hates each other's moms. Yeah, but still, that ain't going to matter. Um. So, yeah. Chargers might be Dunskies, and they talked about it last night, especially in the division. If you look at just the standings, with the Chargers losing, I said, bitch, I said standings. Chargers losing, they're now five and five, three games back, but they've also lost the tiebreaker. So now that means they're four games back. Because even if they tie the Chiefs, so I mean. That's four games you got to make up on the Chiefs, who are at eight and two. So you're not winning the division, right? You're definitely not winning the division. Let's see where they sit amongst the riffraff. Uh, They are nine. Yeesh. I don't know. Behind them right now is a bunch of bad teams. Right, Colts, Jags, and they'll they'll play head up against the Colts, uh, Jags, Raiders, Browns, Broncos. None of these teams are catching them. I mean, they're they're teetering on the brink right now. But they've got to leapfrog the Jets and the Bengals. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that happens. I think the Chargers are done. I think I think it's safe to call it. I think it's safe to call it. Which sucks, man. Every year, I'm like, okay, Chargers got to be good. Austin Eckler's a beast. Justin Herbert's a beast. Uh, It did kind of suck to see what happened to Mike Williams. Uh, They were all pumping us up about how excited he was to be back, having missed so much time, and he can't wait to show everybody what's going on. Then he tweaks the ankle, and, well, that's that. 
So playoffsets.com, it will show you all this, and you click team, stay in the window to show schedule below. Okay, I need to add that to the rotation. Let me see here. Playoffstatus.com. Why is it unsecure, though? I don't like that it's not an HTTPS site. And who's running this? And how are they determining this? And Let's see. God damn, this looks like it's made like it's a fucking GeoCities thing. What is this, a GeoCities website? What the fuck? Every year since Philip Rivers was QB. Yep, Titan Hugo is right on. Uh, yeah, there's no HTTPS, one. And two, I mean, this fucking looks like a GeoCities website. Like, for real, who's still using the double outlines on a, and oh my God, they, like, this is straight up HTML. This is, this is old school. I can make this in a fucking text file real fast. Here you go. AFC playoff picture. This is insane. <laughs> this is hilarious. I haven't seen a website like this in years. Oh my God. Is this yours, Kareem? Is this like your website or do you just use it? you did this we need to sit down i need to teach you php bro <laughs> i need to sit down and teach you javascript uh dub said that looks like a dialogue it does uh posh said can't hate on some html scripting bro it's not even scripted it's just regular ass html uh, open uh what is it uh oh greater than you ever smoked PCP, mofo? What? <sighs> this is bad. All right. I don't even know if I trust the numbers with it looking like this. I mean, seriously. This looks bad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it's telling you there's your playoffs. Uh, Chargers have a 15% chance of getting the seventh wild card. Okay. Um, why do they have a six? Does that sixty-two percent chance of oh not making the playoffs? Okay, well that don't make no sense. Oh, I guess because of this, thirty percent chance, nine percent chance. So they're done. Okay, that makes no sense now. Dude, if you add all that up, that should equal a hundred. Got it. Okay. Okay. Oh, wind it up. Okay. Ah. Uh, Titans have a their best chance of getting the fourth the division. Uh, they got a forty nine percent chance. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, interesting. And you say you can. So what do the Texans have? A, oh, uh, the Jets kind of got to fuck around and find out, aren't they? They're gonna. They got a better chance. Well, they got a better chance of making the playoffs than they do not at this point, which is very surprising. So it starts with the Chargers. The Chargers have the worst. The Chargers are the first team to not be able to uh, or to have a less of a chance of making the playoffs than they do greater. That makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Look at the Bengals. This is amazing to me. So if I click on Bengals, you said it, it does what? Oh, hold on. It's got to connect. <laughs> You've got mail. Fucking dial up ass website. <laughs> I clicked on the fucking thing. It doesn't show you. 
clicking on shit. It's not, what is it supposed to show me? Oh, it's down here. Are you fucking kidding me? It couldn't, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't do that with this website. I'm not fucking with that website. All right, uh, let's do this. We need to check the Laminator 5000 real fast. So let's let's pull up the Laminator 5000, see how it did. Sorry, I don't I don't want to uh, I don't want to hurt your eyeballs by showing you how all this is automated, Kareem. <laughs> I hope I hope this doesn't confuse you with it. What with it being in Excel and actually being fucking automated. Uh, well, let's go week 11. There we go. Uh, get the scores. Let's get it all updated. We'll get our last couple of scores. The only one we won't have is obviously tonight's game between Arizona, San Francisco. It's going to show you a dong. It's not going to show you a dong. Although it hasn't been a good week for me or the spreadsheet, right? So if we look at it, we got uh spreadsheet went... One and oh push push. So we'll include that. So two and oh, two and one, two and two, two and three, three and three, three and four, four and four, four and five, five and five, five and six. Um, and the only reason I I mean I have it automated to where it'll do it, but it will only come up with the right numbers at the end. Uh and so yeah, you have to. Uh, it doesn't do it right. I promise. Let's go like that and hit enter and it's supposed to give it to you, but that's not, it doesn't work yet because all the games aren't done. That's why. Just in case you're wondering, but once it's done, once all the games are done, the right numbers will be there. Although it does get the right, uh, win totals. So I think five is correct. I think, I think five is correct. Let's see. 11. And 11. I don't know why I have to do that every time. That's kind of weird, but whatevs, whatevs, 11. All right. So let's see. Uh, tonight, spreadsheet is saying take Arizona. Now, remember, the spreadsheet does not take into account injuries. And with Kyler Murray not playing, the spreadsheet says that normally the Arizona Cardinals when playing San Francisco would put up about 20 points a game. Now, is that what they're scoring? Absolutely not. If you come and look with me, Arizona is actually scoring. Uh oh, what the hell was that? Let's go. Here we go. Standings. We'll go here. Arizona is actually Actually, they are averaging. Oh shit! It doesn't have their. <clears throat> I guess we could go to stats. Team, there we go. There we go, and we can do points per game. And Arizona is averaging twenty three a game, but with my formula and shit, we figure it all out, and we say that they should probably against that defense score about twenty. Meanwhile, we think uh, San Francisco would score about 24. So I think with Kyler Murray, that goes down even more. I was taking San Francisco and the po and given the points before. I really like that. Now I'd be interested. I bet that line has moved quite a bit from eight. Let's go take a look-see. Let's go see what the line is now. Excuse me for tonight's game. Um, and by the way, these the uh, the odds I get are from ESPN. Like I don't want to rerun the odds because it'll mess up what we already have. It doesn't 
I didn't take the time to bother to like lock it all in and then redo it all. So because I don't need to get the odds twice, but we can update that one particular odd there if we want to. And we do. So tonight with Murray out, you can see that the line has actually moved quite a bit, really. I mean, two two more points is a lot. Uh, and we'll check the over-under here in just a second. So we went from a San Francisco favored by 8 to San Francisco favored by 10. If we change that, does that change the spreadsheet's mind? It does not. Spreadsheet says now that they win 28. That's not right. We've got to recalculate that. Oh, that's right, because it's supposed to be. So this should be 30.6. But you also have to take into account that um, I think that that's going to be pretty significantly less than 20. So uh, I'm still rolling San Francisco winning by at least a, a, a 10 or more. So Spreadsheet says Arizona. We'll find out. Uh, over under on that game, it was Forty-three and a half. I estimated it to be forty-four and a half uh, through the formulas, and ES or Vegas says forty-three and a half, and it's actually now forty-three. So it just only dropped a half. If you're interested in that, so we'll change that to forty-three and see if that changes the spreadsheet's mind. It usually won't. Um. So whatever. Yeah, I'm going to still roll. The spreadsheet says to take the over. I, I disagree with that. I'd probably take the under. So that's going to be an L most likely just because of Colt McCoy versus Kyler Murray. Yeesh. Yeesh. So um, it looks like we went 1-0. Um, and oh, Let's see. So you had the two pushes there. So you had 1-0, 2-0, 2-1, 2-2, 2-3, 3-3, Two and two, two and three, three and three, three and four, four and four, four and five, five and five, five and six. The spreadsheet did five and six, and I went, uh, oh, it went five, six, and two, excuse me. Spreadsheet went five, six, and two. I don't know why that didn't register that way, but whatever. And I went one and one, uh, or excuse me, one and oh, one and one, one and two, two and two, two and three. Two and four, three and four, four and four, four and five, five and five. So I also went five, six and two. Okay. Well, we've had better weeks. Spreadsheet already looks better than that proposed that pro <laughs> stats website, right? Yeah, uh, it's not good. Uh, not good. So uh, we won five. So we definitely had a losing record this week, but but uh, still should put us ahead of the game for the year. So we are, yeah, we're teetering on the brink. And we'll figure out the over-under tomorrow. So there you go. Alan said, I like the colors. Yeah, well, you know, you got to you gotta try to make it pretty. Got to keep it interesting for sure. So, yeah, we'll do, uh, we'll do next week as well. And by the way, I post this on the Patreon every week if you want it. So there you go. All right. Give me, give me giant, give me, um, give me the Niners and I'll give the 10. How about that? There's your summary. There is your summary. Uh, all right, I think that's it. We didn't get to any college football. Maybe we'll do that. Or I know we'll do that tomorrow. So tomorrow's show, we'll discuss college football. We will talk about um, Monday Night Football. 
And we'll have some more. Like, we didn't get to – I have a lot of non-football uh, stuff that we could do, non-sports stuff we can get into as well. Um, I think we talked about Elon Musk. There was a, a thread about everybody that can now buy their own checkmark on Twitter. We also we also did not get into that sucker punch in baseball. Uh, some dude talked about another dude's wife on a show. We can get into that. And a lot more. So, Oh, and I didn't get to show this. Kyle's happy to be injured so he can play more college. Probably. That's probably very true, Potch. That's hilarious. Um, we didn't get to show this. And maybe, uh, uh, should I do it tomorrow? Yeah, it's kind of out of context now. We're almost done. But I got I got proof that the Texans O-line isn't as bad as you think it is. And I'll, maybe we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. I'll show you tomorrow. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Let's call it. Go make some dinner. Watch some Monday Night Football. Hopefully get some some sleep. Uh-oh. My, why are the credits not rolling? The credits ain't rolling. There they go. I was like, what the frick is going on? Hey, man, don't forget, short week. We have two shows left in the week. Tomorrow and Wednesday. That's it. Uh, we're all Thursday. We're all Friday. So, hey, thank you to Eric. By the way, I didn't even say it, Eric. Thank you for the resub. I'm such a dick. Eric resub. That was... I missed it. I've just, I'm screwed it all up. I missed the new followers. Uh, by the way, shout out to Football Wife and Coach Merck and Hunter and It's Farva and HellV28 for all the follows. Appreciate you. Some of those came from my Twitter rant, so that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, appreciate you guys, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow. We have videos to go over for sure. And we'll talk some football and whatever else comes up. I got some non-sport shit we need to discuss. Reyes said free flip. Ah, with the purchase of an equal or lesser flip. Uh, Joe Hernandez, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, Alan. Thank you very much. Dre said time flies. It does go quick sometimes. It absolutely does go quick sometimes. So uh, we'll get to it tomorrow. More football, more shenanigans, and more fun. Go tell a friend. Bring them in. I appreciate you guys. Hey, until I see you tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow. Uh, great show. Thank you, Joe. Need a Niners win for my birthday. Double the money. Is it your birthday today, Mina? That's not true. Is it really? How do we miss that? All right. I got to get with Jen. We'll do shots tomorrow if that's true. I'm looking for a raid. Ooh, let's raid in the mud. Why the hell not? Here we go. Y'all ready? They're probably winding down, but that's okay. We'll start this raid. Oh. I think it just did marbles. Here we go. YouTube video!